go. Well, you guys were all. Oh yeah, we there was an episode where we yeah, all just yeah. ate when we just started eating. I just eat that stuff. I chew it for a little bit and, and then swallow I swallow it. it. Yeah. yeah. What, what are we talking about? Big league chew. Big league, Big league chew. chew. Big league chew. It loses its. Uh, it loses its uh, flavor like immediately. Consistency, like its gum-like status, and it becomes sort of between gum and liquid. It's almost like bonkers or starburst. Bonkers. That's I don't bonkers. remember bonkers. You don't remember bonkers. You don't remember bonkers. You fucking. They had the, they had the, ad, the, the really obnoxious ad campaign where somebody would put the candy in the mouth and a giant piece of fruit would hit him in the head. Oh, yeah. I remember it now. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know if I've ever had it. It was like a good version of now and later's. Oh, dude, I love now and later's. Go to hell. No, I will. <laughs> Eat my now and later's. I'm looking for a bonkers commercial. But I don't think I can find one. Shit, this gotta be gotta have one on YouTube. Let me see. Here we go. Some folks don't believe the super fruitiness of bonkers fruit yeah, candy. Okay. They learn soon enough. <laughs> Some folks think bonkers is gum. They know it's candy now. See, they keep getting With bonked. extra fruity inside. Bonkers is so super fruity. Whoops. Bonkers. She tried to step out of the way. I can't believe. I wonder if they still make those. Do they still make bonkers? I don't Let's know. See. Are bonkers still a thing? I do. Yeah, are, please Google, are bonkers still a thing? I'm going to do I that. I love it. I love it. Mm. Let's see. Here. Uh, bonkers candy. I don't think so. Bonkers was a candy. Was. Offering from Nabisco in the mid 1980s. Tense. This is upsetting. After the commercial stopped running, the popular, popularity of Bonkers waned until it became a rarity available only in novel candy stores. The manufacturer discontinued the Bonkers line of candies. High competition in the candy and snack market combined with the increased focus on healthy alternatives may also have furthered the weight of Bonkers' popularity. It's what's happening to Burger King right now. It's what's happening to Burger King right now. (laughs) It's the Burger King paradox. It is. You can buy... uh, Hey, our food's delicious, but it's terrible for you. You can buy some Bonkers on eBay for $250. What? One pack of Well worth it. I take... See if you can still get... uh, I take you saying that Burger King uh, being delicious, I take um, umbrage with that. Burger King sucks. You're out of your fucking mind. It's not very good. Burger Fuck King all of sucks. you. Right in Burger your ass. King is dry. It sucks. The Whopper is arguably the best large burger. Oh, dude, no. Wendy's, you man. shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're going to tell me that you could take a Whopper. A I was, was going to say, put it I beside like a, a Baconator. A fucking Baconator, <laughs> you un-American right piece of shit. That's me eating a Whopper. <laughs> I can't believe this. Their, their fries are terrible. I'll their eat fries a are garbage. I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. I like a Whopper. Their milkshakes are good as fuck. I'll eat a Whopper. I'll eat. Uh, they had a couple chicken sandwiches there for a little while that were okay. They were pretty right. good. Yeah. But then they had the chicken fries. To compare. And then they had the, those, extremely, those extremely racist string of commercials when it came to the chicken squat. <laughs> It's like, hey, you can't do that. Hey, let's get some black people to talk about chickens. <laughs> exactly. That's what they did. And people were like, what the fuck are you thinking? What about Popeye's with the the Louisiana lady? That's, she's just a she nice probably, lady. She probably owns Popeye's. I tell you one thing, man. Bojangles is taking a fucking shellacking in West Virginia. Yeah, no. Fayetteville's closed and Canal City's closed. And um, Cross, Lanes. Cross Lanes is closed. God, that sucks. Because their chicken's good. I like Bojangles. And their bur- and their and their uh, dessert biscuits. Holy balls! 
I didn't know anything about those. They had wild berry biscuits. Wild berry biscuits. Wild berry biscuits. Wild berry biscuits. Wild Hi, berry my name's biscuits? Wild Berry Biscuits. Welcome to Wild Berry Biscuits Biscuit and, and Berry Emporium. <laughs> Passing the savings on to you. <laughs> Remember that? It was an old episode of Silent Live. It was uh, Horatio Sands and somebody else's. Welcome to Pat and Patty's Backpack Shack. Yeah, Pat, Pat, I'm Pat. Backpack. I'm Patty. This is Pat and Patty's Backpack Shack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Coming in hot Fix that in post I love the drummer staying steady on my hi-hat I- I'm a fan of that You think he's doing the think he's doing the double or just it's hard to tell with this really good drummer, really good man. drummers can do whatever they want yeah. he might have a stick yeah. in his mouth you would say that guy's a really good drummer yeah well anybody in a session with eric clapton's gonna know the way around a kit bud I, well i don't know yeah i can't judge i don't really know definitely yeah. I, the only way i could judge is speed like they said everybody said david martin sounds a great drummer to me i think if you pulled the rest of the band out of it and just heard that it would sound like what a modern like sampled uh, like it could drum- sound like a program. You're right. You're right. It, it would sound like um, like a plug-in, like yeah, drum beat. Loop. Right. It's like um, but but better because there would be a little bit more nuance and right. Yeah. But you probably well, wouldn't. Even, but but he's so. But they're so good. It, it you know what I mean it's like the the technology for plugins and and stuff like that is so good now that you can. It's it's hard to make for a real person to make it sound as good as. Can we take a jazz drummer. Well, I mean. I mean, it would take a really, a, a really like we're talking somebody like Scott Hankel. Um, like a really good drummer can play can play like a computer, and yeah. then they can also play slop. They can play loose and, right. and, and shuffle and do things that computers can't. Like do. you don't want, um, you don't want a uh, computer like drummer to play like a Smashing Pumpkin song. You want somebody a little bit looser, even though their drummer well, could be computer like when he wanted to be. Well, the, right. good, the good thing about a computer, though, is when you tell the fucking computer <laughs> not to crash the cymbal as hard as you fucking can every time you hit it. When you're that? trying to tune. It actually that. listens. It cares more than hey! the real people. The, the real, <laughs> hey, I can't get my low E in tune, you faggot. The, the plugins have more compassion than the human drummers. <laughs> and, more, and better character, quite which, frankly. Yeah, they're actually nicer to be around. Which human drummer are we talking about? Talking about right now. It's a composite. All, most of them. It's about a composite. 90% of them. <laughs> They're the athlete of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're athletes. We're not. I'm not a musician. I'm an athlete. Get the fuck out of here. They make bass players look like monks. Yeah. Look like. Like, you know, people of religious. Saint. <laughs> piousness. Yeah, they. Like, people uh, make fun of bass players, but like, drummers are. Like popes before all the raping of boys. Neat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Held in high esteem. When they all they did was just kill the heathens and infidels. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, those bass players. You know, compared to the drummer, those bass players. I mean, they're, they're really, really a person of character. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I'm a. What I know most about drumming is being a failed drummer myself. I can't do it, and um, can't never could. Oh, if you say you can, or if you say you can't, you're right. Thank you, Stewie Griffin. Thank you. And um, <laughs> no, but I. Uh, what's that one with uh, Miles Teller and um, um, Jackie uh, Simmons? J.K. Rowling. Just kidding, Rowling. Drumline. 
I wish J.K. Simmons they would compile was those. in Drumline because he was With obviously Nick a racist. Screaming at Nick Cannon. <laughs> I can't think of the name of that movie, but it's a great movie. He would be, he would definitely have been racist in that movie. Oh yeah, that's uh, Whiplash. Is what Whiplash, great movie. Have I you seen it. that? It's F- fucking shit. It's crazy. It's good. Anyway, we'll, we can talk about Whiplash for three hours if you want. We can. Okay. Shwamo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll Assault and Slits Godfather of Gash. Once again, at the, we just passed the quarter thousand mark. We're at episode 251. And uh, I noticed last week I put episode 205 up instead of... Uh, I wrote in episode 205. Then I thought, fuck, did I put up episode 205 because it's still on this computer? <laughs> so I listened to it. I was like, okay, I didn't do that. So that's good. I had to go back and edit it. I did go back and change it, but still, every time you share it from SoundCloud, it says 205. So, yeah, whatever. But you know what they say? <laughs> Episode 251, and as always, I'm joined by the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawal River. The uh, Vanilla Gorilla. The um, Duke of Discourse. The Arch um, Diocese of Discord. Prime Minister of the pull-up, <laughs> the Prime Minister of the pull-up, because he's doing pull-ups now. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, the West Virginia Wolverine, the West Virginia Wolverine, the Boomer Bob Trotter, <laughs> the Push-Up Pimp, the Push-Up Pimp. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> the, the High Priest of the uh, the High Priest of the pull-ups. The I'm trying to start something with a B because I want to go to bicep. The Baron of the Baron, Baron of, of biceps. biceps. There we go. <laughs> the God of Guns. <laughs> it's old Chuck of Tater Sacks over there. Meow 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 meow. Reminds me, I should probably pull up the uh, the soundboard. I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah, meow, meow, meow. Reasonable facsimile. Yeah. Anyone that listens to the show regularly got it. (laughs) Like, hey, that just did that. (laughs) I don't think they utilize the air horn uh, (laughs) button enough. It's like, yeah, I'd like the show. I would listen to it if there was more air horn. <laughs> oh, I've got it. Well, then, if that's what people want, you give the people what they want. 90% more air horn. And as always, never miss an episode, this guy. The Wacky Wildling, the Ginger Jester, Kid Crimson. That's my favorite. The Baron of the Bowling Shoe, the Region of the Rental Shoe, the Baron of the Bowling Lanes. The, the Caliphate of Scrabble Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He's, he's got, he rules with an iron fist with the his religious of, doctrine. The King of Keto. <laughs> the King of Keto. The, um, the uh, King of Carnivore. Did you do Carnivore this no. week? Old Dad did Carnivore this week. We'll get into we'll get it. Into that. That's old Aaron. And of course, Elena has passed away. Again, she suffocated on her own breasts last night. We told her not to sleep on her back. She, don't sleep on your back in a in a angle. And her those big old those big old sloppers just choked her right to death. It's a weird kind of sleep apnea that she has. Well, that's like when I, I remember when I was a little sleep kid. Fatnia. <laughs> sleep fatnia. I remember when I was a little kid. And I'd always, you'd always be like an annoying little kid, like asking stupid, annoying questions over again. It's like, can this kill you? Yeah. Hey, mom, can this G.I. Joe kill me? Yeah. Can this kill me? You shove it up far enough. I remember somebody else's mom being like, listen, 
anything can kill you. <laughs> Which I will now demonstrate. <laughs> Which we've learned breasticles can kill you. Elena's uh, sleep fat. Yeah. Elena's that's going to be sticking around for a while. Elena's uh, melon heavy breasticles have killed her in her sleep. R.I.P. in peace. Now the question is only: What did she know about Hillary Clinton? I can't wait till Baxter dies and I do the. What did, <laughs> I do the. What did Baxter know about Hillary Clinton? Because <laughs> I'm going to do it. Because I do it every time. When Kobe Bryant died, what did I? As I was sitting here, I typed: What did Kobe Bryant know about Hillary Clinton? <laughs> While we were doing the show, I did it. Yeah. It's it's a joke that I stole that I'm going to keep doing. And anytime a really old guy dies, gunned down in his prime. That's a good one. 96 year old, like a guy died yesterday. He was gunned down in his prime. And as always, the Lord of Laurel Creek, Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, John, the John Jitsu practitioner, the successful bully. <laughs> so Johnny Liberty loads over there. Of course, he is the uh, world's greatest claw machinist. <laughs> Excuse me for leaving that out. The peanut the butter sandwich pummeler. I don't even compete anymore. <laughs> the peanut like, butter sandwich I just, pummeler. I, cl- I cleaned out all the all the claw machine divisions, and it's just like yeah. I'm not even. No, what? Yeah, I just got to wait on a wait on a challenger. Yeah. Like John it's, Jones. It's not even fun. It's just kind of sad. It's really, not even fun. It really isn't. But uh, yeah, it's been a week. I think I made too many changes at one time. That happens. Yeah. I stopped using the CPAP. Oh, shit. Ooh. Yeah. I've been resting fine. I wake up fine. I did go get some nose strips so I can finally feel what it's like to have a functional nose. These things, uh, they pull your nose apart. Yeah, I've had them. To where you can breathe good. Well, breathe well. Well, good. Breathe okay. Well it's, is correct, but yeah. good is good, right. good, good, is is good. Com- good is common. Mm. Yeah. And um, I've been sleeping fine. It, I'm you fucking up. I'm fucking excited. Yeah, okay. it's well, fucking awesome. great. And and I also did ninety nine percent carnivore this week. Lost six pounds. That doesn't mean anything to you though. You you would have lost six it. pounds no matter what. <laughs> well, I don't know because <laughs> there's that one week I went. Uh, I lost eleven pounds that one week. Then two weeks I stayed stagnant, and then this week. But, every, that, but you, that week you lost eleven pounds. You didn't do anything special. Not really. I mean, other than all the special things I, you've I think been I, doing. I think what I really did special was really I'm finally figuring out how to do the workouts. Finally figuring out how to how how for how to make the universe not ha- make them have candy candy at work. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rough one. But yeah, lost six pounds. Um, didn't notice any dip in energy level. I know Rogan was talking about having violent diarrhea when it, the first I think that's weeks an individual it. thing. I, I didn't notice that because yeah. I've been mostly eating meat with just a big... I was getting ready to say you've been on mostly carnivore for a while now anyway. Yeah, just mostly... Yeah, and dark greens. And I mean, really dark greens, yeah. which are essentially just fucking meat. <laughs> yeah. Fucking spinach is just meat. It's got so much iron in it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I pay the iron price. Thank you. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Even eating, this guy pays a fucking iron price. <laughs> it's a fucking chore to get through a half a pound of spinach. Jesus. It's like eating, fucking Christ. It's like eating a bowl of iron. <laughs> it really Actual is. iron. I mean, I'm turning into Iron Man. <laughs> but yeah, um, but um, I think I had like a bit of a mental fog there because I kept fucking up at work. Like I kept doing shit wrong. Well, your brain does. It doesn't run on protein. It runs on fats and carbohydrates. So if you're cutting out 
all carbohydrates, your, your body's going to have to yeah, shift more to fat. So, so what I'm what I've done this week is I'm what I'm going to start. I'm, of course, I got as fatty as possible ribeyes. Well, those are fucking awesome. It's the best steak. But I'm going to add like maybe two or three strips of bacon with it. Yeah, whenever I eat eggs, and for, throw, eggs I'll start making idea. some uh, coconut bombs to drop in your coffee. Coconut fat bombs. It's yeah, a good like way to get some fat take up. Bulletproof coffee. I do well, have some bull, sort some, of or, um, bulletproof get, or some grass fed butter with your coffee. Yeah, yeah dude. Done. and that's delicious. I have a couple things. They sell <clears> little uh, things of bulletproof coffee at Walmart. They're like a dollar seventy five a piece. They're pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Then they have uh, grass fed butter, MCT oil, and uh, something else. It has like twenty one carbs in it, but I'm willing to give that up. I only got like three of them. I just want to try them out. Well, the carbs, but the, men- the, the mental fog was very apparent. Yeah, it, that's why I'm scared to, to do it. Like, um, when I first started eating, um, for one thing, that's one of the reasons my testosterone, uh, another reason my testosterone was so low. I was consuming virtually no fat. I was eating Except all- Except for this fat dick. You sound like a cat doing that. We need to find a I cat. I need that. We, 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 need the, we need the cat air horn. The cat air horn. Look that up. Huh. Yeah. Jamie, pull that shit up. Um you know the the for a, for a while my my body started consuming all that excess fat around my stomach so i got this giant burst of energy like i felt like i'd taken a giant kratom shot minus the uh, euphoria and all that stuff i'd run to the stoker fucking you know if you'll excuse me i love cat videos okay that was not a cat, that was not an air horn no it said cat air horn i'm sorry um <laughs> I, I make cat videos at my house. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> now you got to get a cat dad. I haven't published any of them. You should uh, just start uh, just start an Instagram account for your cat, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Amelia Keenan, I guess, yeah. would be. Um, yeah, good. Uh, the thing you were saying about losing the fat around your belly. And well, and and that gave me a giant boost of energy. But man, after a while, it would really start to fuck with my emotions and stuff, like really bad. So. Then I would eat some uh, carbohydrates, and A, the glycogen would go right to my muscles, so I got immediately fucking pumped, like I'd been in the gym for two hours. And then I felt better. But the slow shift, like we've talked about, I don't know how you were even able to eat candy. Because I ate those fucking sweet tarts. It was it hurt my teeth, because I was just, my body's adapted to not eating sugar now. You know, the only sugar I eat is like through granola or in the peanut butter that I eat. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I really don't eat it. I don't know how, so, I mean... It's because it was there. Yeah. And I understand. Um, I go off the rails. If some, like Christmas time, I went crazy. Donuts. We if did. there's donuts around, I'm fucked. We, like, uh, you know, because everybody sends in like all the people that we sell to or we buy. It's mostly people we buy from. They would just send in candy and it's like super expensive. Good stuff. A lot of the time. Sure. I'm like, I want to try that one. Yeah. Like, hey, Russell, that one looks Russell good. Stover's and like yeah. even bigger, more expensive than that. Like, from some special like a chocolate, specialty cop chocolatier, like a, from a specialty shop in New York, where you got to take a hammer and and uh, <laughs> break it up, like it's a big brick of candy. That's what they you did know, last year. Let, 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 let's a sidebar with this for a second. I have never had a specialty chocolatier, chocolatier candy bar, and believe me, in my family, there's been lots of opportunity, and <clears> it's <throat> never been as good as a Hershey bar. Nothing, Hershey bar is the best fucking. To thing. me, there's nothing care. as good as Reese cup. Well, yeah. Reese, well, the the thick the Reese egg. Is although I've tried to eat them since I can't eat it. Like it's 
it's too much. I can't, you know, the first bite's like, wow, that's delicious. And then you get second bite, you're like, nah, I this can. is, I'm done. I can't, you know, and a Coke, I ate four of them right now. A sip of Coke. Is, yeah, I had a Coke. I can't do it. The other day at my mom's. Coke is a much. lot, ain't it? It's too much. No, that it's is so a much lot. fucking sugar. Mountain Dew is the, the very thought of drinking Mountain Dew makes me want to vomit. Like, I have just, Mountain Dew Zero over there. Uh, it's not great. It's fine if you want. Tastes like really if you're a Mountain Dew guy, it's uh, it can scratch the itch. But I just wanted to try it. I saw a commercial for it. Like if I see that, I might get it. And sure. I saw it. I was like, let's see what happens. It's not great. It sort of just tastes like the syrup from Mountain Dew. <laughs> it was like it lost all the uh, the fizziness, right? Which half of everything is the fucking fizziness. Yeah, there's like a a cherry. It's sparkling water, bubbly, and there's one. That's, it's like black cherry. It tastes like Dr Pepper a, a little bit, but it's real extra fizzy, so it can scratch that itch. You know, the carbonation breaks down your bones. It's not gonna break down these bones, bud. These bones, maybe you. <laughs> Maybe some weakling you can, you can out there. You can break down on this bone. How about oh, yeah. that? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, now we're talking. Can't break down no red bone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something like that can scratch the itch. Um, as far as candy goes, I, I just try to avoid it. Yeah. Unless, I mean, around Christmas time, it was just rough because everybody was sending the shit Co- in, dude. Well, okay, yeah, I'll take and, about yeah, and cookies, cookies, man. Cookies, oh, shit. Cookies, cookies are hard. Like, we always Ooh. have cookies, a big giant plate of cookies for Christmas, <clears throat> and I'll just go ham. Like, I'll come, I'll walk in, and mom will immediately say, don't touch those cookies because she knows I'll sit around and eat the whole fucking plate. Well, it was so, like a one-two at work because yeah. it was Christmas time and then inventory. And inventory, they bought this big bastard thing of cookies. It's like a it's oatmeal raisin, soft, soft cookie. oatmeal oh, raisin God. cookies. Oh my! It's like Jesus. the big platter you can get at uh, Walmart or Sam's Club. It's like this big around, and it's just got a spread of cookies all through it. You got and they're all soft and they're all really good. The chocolate chip cookies are as good as any chocolate chip cookies I've ever had. Yeah. Toll House are like the way to go with those. I, I like I always had a cookie in my hoodie pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled it out. <laughs> uh, now, so there was a cookie in your hoodie pocket. I'm wondering oh, if shit. there were if there were tots in your sweatpants pocket. Here, <laughs> give me some of your tots. <laughs> God, that's such a great image. Just Aaron standing in a meeting and just going. That's exactly how it was. Uh, uh, First quarter sales have been great. Um, <laughs> the warehouse is doing great. You're picking and pulling orders as it goes, and Aaron just slowly reaches in. That's how it went. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that cookie? My, my hoodie pocket. <laughs> you carry around cookies in your hoodie pocket. Yes. yes. You're getting a promotion. <laughs> I, was gonna go I the, like your moxie. I was, I was going to go the other way. They heard getting belligerent. Can we continue with the fucking meeting? <laughs> what business is it of yours when I carry around in my hoodie pocket? And he pulls out a gun from him. <laughs> I have lots of things in my hoodie pocket. <laughs> pulls out a double-headed dildo. There's this. Pulls out the fist dildo from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from Borat. Remember Borat? Yes. Remember how much fun that movie was? Yeah, movie until was every frat guy started quoting it. My wife. My wife. I still, yeah, I still quote it. I still quote it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> king in the castle. King in the king castle. In the castle king. The suit is black knot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not nearly. People still quote Anchorman. He's the town rapist. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> Anchorman still is still quoted. Yeah, but Anchorman you can quote. Yeah, like that escalated quickly. I, I use that all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it really kicked up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to lay low for a while. You may be wanted for murder. 
Brick killed a guy. And I always make the joke around, trident. around this time of year because uh, Girl Scout cookies. I always say they're made with bits of real Girl Scout, so you know they're good. <laughs> That's a Wednesday Adams joke from Adams Family. It Adams, is. Uh, is it? That's yeah, the family first Adams family. Family. No, I thought it was the second one. It was the first one. Are I you got sure? kicked out of their house in the first one. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do Jeez. we need to stop this and watch both movies? <laughs> it's actually a f- those are actually fairly. Oh, that's good right. Movies. The second, the good. second yeah. one, she goes to camp. Yeah, she's in camp in the second one. I yeah. saw them in Christina the theater. Ricci. They because they came out around Christmas time, and my uh, we would go to Park Place. It was Cinema Seven back then, and uh, mom would go to the mall and shop by herself. Well, my dad, me, and my two brothers, three, four giant people who could be protecting my mother over at the mall. <laughs> We're just watching a movie and having a good time while my mom in there fucking struggling with bags and shit. But that was probably her idea. No, she didn't want us to go see what we, we were getting Did for she Christmas. Go? No. Oh, I mean, I, that's what I meant. Like, she's like, you guys go to whatever the fuck you're going to do. So I, I guess my sister might have gone with her some. I don't know. My sister's older than me. She might have been moved away by then. This really has nothing to do with anything. I'm just stalling is all I'm doing. Anyway, um, yeah, the brain fog was massive. I kept fucking things up at work, and I'd fuck things up every now and then, maybe once a month. How I'd was your energy level? Fuck so great, yeah, fine. Yeah, good uh, energy level and everything. Just yeah, the I, but I think I just made one too many changes at once. So I'm just going to incorporate more fat, and I got some of those hero bars. And I'm going to use those for lunch and some uh, some uh, some of those uh, pork rinds. Mm. Those Dude, those ones. Quest hero bars are incredible. Yeah. I I can't do I don't know man uh, I eat I still eat The sugar and stuff Like Cliff bars And stuff like that I mean I've, These has got I can't I don't know What kind of sweetener it is But it is A natural sweetener It's derived from They find it In maple syrup And it has The same consistency As sugar But just like Lower everything else Than sugar Like it doesn't Yeah it stands to reason That you can make Something sweet Without giving it The calories Because it's just A sensation on your tongue Is really what really All it is So Yeah stevia Like it's nice it and does sweet, a pretty good job, but it's yeah. not. But your body doesn't know the difference, so you'll gain weight by eating artificial sweetener. Well, yeah, it's some weird. sweeteners it's will. Some sweeteners will act like kick in the uh, uh, insulin, mm-hmm. but some of them won't. It just depends on person to person. Sure. Aaron's a fucking scientist. No, I, Aaron has really looked this shit up. I'm I impressed. read a lot of keto r slash keto shit. Reddit, Reddit, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Reddit is. It's so weird that there's. There's Everything on birds Reddit. with arms on there, and then there's like intense scientific Discussion. discussions and yeah. literature, like you can look up, and then there's uh, tits gone wild, and it's like girls who it's their birthday, they just turned eighteen. Let's show the world my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's it's all it's R all over the place. Reddit eighteen year old asshole. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit is literally the best site on the internet for just because it's got everything. I mean, there's one subreddit called Off Center Buttholes. Yeah, it's a good one. It's just like <laughs> it goes from anywhere from a woman's butthole that's just slightly off center <laughs> from her taint and, and vagine to like the bottom of a bottle where you look at it and the you know how the bottom has yeah. like a little pinpoint there? Yeah. And it's just a little bit off center. <laughs> Reddit's great. It's, it's the funniest. Weird. It's, it's where all the memes come from. All the memes come from Reddit. Yeah. And before that, from 4chan. So they work their way, and then eventually they get to Facebook, and I've already seen them all. I'm like, okay. You know. Anyway, how was your y'all's week? Huh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good week. Yeah, you, uh, you're looking 
slimmer. Because yeah. he does, he looks he, that you shirt. Look good. You remember you wore that shirt a couple weeks ago? It was a little bit tighter on you. Now it's a little looser. Yeah, I mean, um, and I noticed like I was standing in the in the light where you know it shines down. My traps are like standing up real high and shit. I'm like Jesus Christ, you know, it's really working. Um, I did the. I've started doing the. Uh, I was kind of doing the fast like unintentionally because I, I would wake up and I'd never eat before I worked out ever. So, and then when I get, I work out so hard that it releases kind of cortisol in my stomach and I, I'm hungry after working out. So I would just lay around until it was time to get up for work. And then I would eat when I got to work. And I was like, wait a second, that makes it about 16 hours from midnight. I eat my last meal when I got home at midnight, go to sleep, get up, work out, and then eat when I got to work. So I was like, that's a 16, eight. I'll just go ahead and do that. And the, the fact that I was aware of it shifted a weight change. Like, it's like, you know, my body said, okay, we can do that. And we did it. And, um, strength level has gone up. I mean, it's weird. Uh, bench press has gone up. I actually started benching again. Um, uh, like I, you know, I, I can't say enough that doing chin ups, and I'm, I'm not even doing the ones where you get to the bottom and have to make yourself do it. I'm doing the ones where you see jack guys like with their back flexed and they're just, you know, doing them like that. never lock out. Exactly. Doing them exactly like that and doing five at a time. And my first set, I could have done eight, but I wanted to do more all together. So I did that. Um, That's great. Um, Arm workouts, like my arms have stayed, have actually gotten stronger too. And, you know, I didn't, I was having trouble focusing. Like, I'm like, okay, my chest and my back are big enough. So when I lose weight, I always lose it at my arms and my shoulders because I don't work them. You know, when I'm doing, I'm just doing basically back and chest work and I always maintain size there. So I was like, well, let me just shift that. And I'll, what I'll do is focus on my shoulders and arms and I'll keep that as I'm losing weight. And that's happen- happening. And my waist, man, my, my pants at work are falling off of me. These pants that were like stretchy that were tight on me are falling off of me. And that happened, you know, pretty fast. Yeah, I'm ready to go down. And I think in a couple more months, I'll have to go down to a 36. Which Hell eighth yeah. grade last time I wore that size? Shit, I probably. can't remember when I wore a thirty. I've never wore a thirty six, and I'm down to a thirty four now. That's awesome. In my entire life that I can remember, my older life, I mean, I'm sure I wore yeah. smaller clothing. You wore husky. Young. It was. Husky. I was always husky. It was. Uh, what was the the kid sizes in? Uh, it was husky and Kmart. I know that one. Yeah, husky plus or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fat fuck. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, what my mom always it said. Been. Maybe we would have lost weight. You're like, husky. I'd go. I'd tell. I'd tell them kids are calling me fat at school. Like you're not fat. You're husky. Yeah, tell them you're. And husky. my dad would say, punch him in the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Either way, I taught you how to fight. Go <laughs> fight them. <laughs> I'll pay the bail. Just don't let them push you around. And that kind of shit gets me in trouble nowadays. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I also started the the Milo experiment. I've been doing it. Um, You've been listening to a lot of Milo Yiannopoulos? God, I hate that motherfucker. No. Um, God, fucking homophobe. No, I just hate him. He's, he's, such, a, he's such a prick. I can't so fucking stand Anti-Semitic. Him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that too. He's a he's Greek. He's isn't Jewish. He? He's half Jew. That Yiannopoulos is a Greek name. I mean, yeah, he's Greek and half Jewish. I mean... Well, the Greek has people what breed. I don't like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Greeks. Um, no, um, the the thing I describe to everybody is that the you know the five sets of five on five major exercises, and you do them as a warm up. Now I'm up to seventy pounds. I do that every day on those exercises. Seven days a week. Yeah, three hundred sixty five days a year. This year it's three hundred sixty six days. It's a leap year. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, brother. Comes around, yeah, every, comes around every four years. I used to be in a band called Leap Year because our first practice was on Leap Year. February 29th, 2004. Neat. Yeah. We were like, hey, we should call ourselves Leap Year because there's no way anybody else has that name. <laughs> and guess what? Other Lots of other people <laughs> had that name. Can you believe it? I hate Leap Year people who were born in Leap Year like, I'm only seven years old. Fuck you. No, you're not, Karen. You know their name's Karen yeah. or Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> hey Shelby, <laughs> suck a fart out of my asshole. No, but the uh, the workouts have been like I've even uh, kept doing stuff like I started doing bed over rows and stuff again because I just like doing those. And um, strength has stayed or even gotten better, and I'm really and once I get to two thirty, I'm going to bulk back up and I'm going to be jacked at two fifty. Like because my fat percentage is going to be where it is, and I'm going to be more muscular. So I can't wait for that. So I'm really excited about that. Hell yeah, dude! Um, kind of, this is really should have been on favorite things. We can but. go to favorite things later. Aaron, uh, you've been working out this week, haven't you? After after, like my calves were still sore a little bit up until yesterday from the K more steps. Uh, did you pay a price for mine the did, sore calves? Mine didn't hurt yesterday. Um, did I pay a price? Uh, the K more price? Yeah. Um, but I was able to do my workouts this Wait, week. Your calves were still sore from the Kmore trip the other day. Holy shit! Last yeah, Sunday, dude. And nothing else got sore. My quads were fine. My ass is fine. My ass is fine. Uh, my back is okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure is, brother. <laughs> you wouldn't think that your back could hurt from something like that, but you're sure, yeah, hunching over and yeah, shit. And, yeah, because you're hunching over, walking up like that. Yeah. Um, everything's fine, but the calves, man. Up until went. Tuesday, up until Tuesday, it was real bad. Like, when I walked down steps, it was as bad as whenever I was almost 400 pounds. Dang. My calf stayed tight for, like, the entire week. Yeah. It was horrible. It's just my left calf. Like, my my right one was good. Well, that's probably your stroke. Stroke? Your, your stroke your leg. Your gait. You. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the leg you get your power from. You now, know, so. Did you, how long? Did you hold the rail on one side? I didn't hold any rails. No. Yeah, we were hands in pocket, leaned over, cussing. <laughs> <laughs> we Elena. were really just sludging it. <laughs> Fucking Elena. I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you. Uh, when did you go back to the gym after the Kmore price? Monday. Monday. Yeah, I went Jesus, Monday and Wednesday. Fucking and absolute savage. Friday. Well, I, you know, I just did the shoulder and uh, like back workout that. Take your I love that workout. Like, it, take your it shirt off and show us your gains. Amazing. Nah, come on. I got a lot of loose skin and come shit. on. Don't be a faggot. We want to nah. see you naked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just three days a week, man, for sure. And every once in a while, I'll throw a weekend in there. I do push ups now. So I do Are you push doing slow push ups. No, just regular ass. I I do like four sets of ten, just whatever I can get out. I thought about incorporating a hundred a day, like just doing. I never could do push-ups, I, I, and I just tried them here a week ago, and I was did like, holy you, shit. Whenever you were doing the yoga, did you start on your knees with the push-ups? Yeah. I, I did, too. Yeah, started on my knees. I was See, terrible. that's the thing. No matter how heavy I got, and in retrospect, looking back at the pictures, I got really fucking fat. I never realized how fat I actually was. Oh, yeah. Like, um, it's I, weird I looking at old pictures. Until, until, I, Cause it's always, until it's, I took the pictures. It's the, just you. you know, you're yeah. like, well, this is just me. And, I, and even people that are really heavy don't see themselves as being that heavy, except somebody like my 600-pound wife or something. But even as heavy as I got, I was always able to crank out 30 push-ups, you know, because I always did them. So that's part of that principle. If you keep doing something... 
no matter what weight you are, you'll be able to do it. You'll just get, you know, your body will get progressively stronger. So right on. Yeah. Um, try doing like a set of, uh, you don't even have to count. Just go down real slow, real slow. and yeah, hold at the bottom you. for a couple seconds, and then go up real slow. I've been doing that with um, with bench press a lot. Yeah, really slow set, really slow reps. That's what bodybuilders do a lot of time, right? Um, they go to medium pace, and then they have uh, like the negative rep. They'll they do negative somebody pulling down, right? They'll pulling have, up while you're pulling down. They'll do negative sometimes, but. Uh, and it depends on who you're watching. Like I watch Pumping Iron Man, and they, everybody talks about form. Man, a lot of these guys' form is pretty loose. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, wait a second, they're really just yanking on some weight, right? God, now. Pumping Iron is such a fun, fun movie. It's great. I've it's never so watched fun. it. Really? Yeah, I need to watch it. You would love it. Arnold at his fucking height. I mean, just It'd be awesome. He was, and not even the best bodybuilder. Uh, eh, that's arguable. I thought Serge Barrett was better. Looked you'll, better in that contest. You'll fall in love with Franco uh, Palumbo. Is it Palumbo? Columbo. Columbo. I got a few more He was so <laughs> fucking strong. Like, at one point in that movie, he is picking up a car, like the back end of a car, and moving it. It's pretty He cool. weighed 180 pounds. He was 100 times stronger than Arnold. Like, Arnold, when they would powerlift in a contest, it was not even a contest. Franco could blow away. Any. Franco competed in the 1977 World's Strongest Man Competition against men that outweighed him by 150 pounds that's, that's and crazy. was beating them. So. Yeah, then he he was runner up against Arnold. Yeah, and he won be, his weight no, no, division. No, no, Arnold never competed in a strongman contest. Oh, I, I was. I was You're talking about the Olympia. Yeah, he won the Olympia. I think he won it once or twice, but he never beat Arnold. Like Arnold, just by the judging criteria for the for the time frame, Arnold's mass was pretty in, insane, but his symmetry was almost untouchable. The only person who had better symmetry was Frank Zane or Serge Nubret or. Uh, Man, Sergio Oliva, Jesus Christ, he was so fucking huge with, at the same time being... I mean, the guy's wrist was this big around. His forearm was like this. It was fucking unreal. Big Cuban bastard. Um, but Arnold was... For, and for one thing, Arnold was a champion, and everybody knew it. You know, And another thing, he used psychological warfare. Another thing, he knew how to pose against people. If somebody was going into their best pose, like he would never do a back pose against Franco. He's like, you can't win. So he would wait till Franco. He would wait Franco doing a back pose, and he would hit a bicep pose because he would beat him in biceps. So that way, his his strengths were never matched against Franco's weaknesses. I mean, or his his, you know what I mean, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then with Frank Zane, he would never try to hit a pose where you would do the the Greek statue thing because you're not going to beat Frank Zane at that. He looks like a living statue of fucking David. You know what I mean? That's what the guy looked like. And so Arnold would hit a pose where it just made him look a bit more big and brutal. You know what I mean? So it was brilliant. I mean, reading the books and stuff about it, when I when I finally get in the contest, I'm going to take that with me and, like, size up the guy I'm against. It's like, well, I can't beat that guy in this. So when he's doing this, I'll make sure you I always think, had to, you know. I think one thing you should do is uh, if you're going to be wearing the little Speedos, just pull them to the side a little bit. Let that dick out. <laughs> let, that, let that bird out. <laughs> Just a little bit of bag meat. Yeah, it's a little bit of bag meat. Let him know. Yeah. Let him know. Just hang brain up here. Let him know. <laughs> this is what you're dealing with. You got the Irish I, I hammer up I, here, bud. <laughs> got the old Irish car bomb right here between these thighs. I'm trying to start calling it. No, <laughs> the Irish car bomb. Yeah. <laughs> John, how have how have uh, your workouts been? Your uh, hiking and pretty good. I, kicking and punching. I didn't really do much. Um, I didn't do much hiking this week. I did a fair amount of. Uh, fight training, jujitsu and stuff, and um, did a seminar. 
Yeah, yesterday morning I did a a seminar by uh, a man named Brian Crandall, who's from Salty Dog Jiu-Jitsu out of Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, which is like... What's his name? Brian Crandall. I think I might know him. Uh, and then his... Uh, He's got. A, he's a black belt under John Salter, who's the you know the owner of Salty Dog. John Salter is uh, a Bellator fighter, who's about yeah. Do, who's I've do, seen him fight. He's about due for a title shot. Yeah, they're Chris and Brian are friends with them. They yeah. go down there and train and stuff. So Brian Crandall, who's a black belt under John Salter, came up to Beckley and did a a really 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 good thorough seminar for twenty dollars. A pop, and then he's also like selling T-shirts and raffle tickets and stuff for like he like he like compiles geese and has people send geese and, and gives them to like vets and people with PSD and like he's got this program for like geese are uh, sort of expensive too if you want a good one. I mean, yeah, you can get a good one for a hundred bucks new, but but a lot of them are closer to two. But um, yeah, and so like I don't know, it's pretty cool. I learned about um, mostly it was half guard stuff, but there was like this thing called V guard. Which is sort of like a half guard thing. Which um, even the black belts in my class, in brown belts were in my class, were just like, "Whoa!" Uh, it was new to them. And it, the thing is, it's like it's new to them. Now, obviously, it's new to me. But it's like really simple and really effective. Um, I can't really. It's hard to explain with words like what it is. But it's just just really neat stuff and just like really good details that, um, you know well worth 20 bucks yeah. and it was it, it went i was expecting like like five hours wasn't yeah it? girlfriend i ditched the girlfriend for the seminar she was at the farm and i was like oh I'll, you know it'll be a couple of hours i'll be back and it was like a four and a half hour <laughs> <laughs> they kept going on and on and on and i was i could have left earlier or whatever i was you know but i was you know i mean you paid 20 bucks get your money's worth i was yep. i didn't want i didn't want my classmates to pick up pick up the counter to the thing yeah. that i just learned and me not get it um so that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Fuck Four yeah. hours straight of jujitsu, and then, and um, eh, yeah, uh, n- nothing real special. I lifted weights a couple. I did, you know, like um, did my weightlifting thing a couple times this week. So it was mostly weights and fighting this week. I didn't, I didn't do very much cardio. So I need to hit it this week. But now that because the weather was kind of nasty, and I it sucked this week. I was. I wasn't yeah, feeling it. Yeah. Even when it was warm, it was just rainy and dreary mm-hmm. and shit. And I've, I'm having some like hip problems and things like that, so I'm trying to rest certain things. Um, so it's kind of hard. It, you know, it's hard sometimes to make yourself stop when you need to re- when you need to Absolutely. to repair something Absolutely so is. it doesn't get worse. Mm. So I'm playing that game, right? But everything's the repetitive stress from the hiking is probably hurting your hips. Yeah, you should start hiking backwards. Um, I'm not sure what caused it, but my right, my right, so the, the where the femur goes into the hip bone, that that shit is out. It's been out for several months. Jesus. And so if I, if I move my leg a certain, like I'm fine, I can I can move like my legs this way, fine, like kicking straight or running, mm-hmm. no pain. Most jujitsu things, I don't feel any pain, but certain going this way, and um. It's out. And Chris did this thing. He put his arm between my knees like this and made me do like a like squeeze my thighs. And it went, yeah. Pop. He's like, and it didn't go back in, but it tried. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, your shit's out. There's a, uh, you mm. could get in like a squat, like you're a catcher. Mm-hmm. Squat real down, real deep, and put your, just like you were saying, put your knees in between your, your elbows in between your knees and mm-hmm. squeeze up against them. That's one of the moves uh, I do in the uh, 
the yoga. And it really gets all the sh- the psoas muscle. I think that's it, yeah. It really uh, gets it stretched out. And then there's uh, up dog, which is when you're on your belly and you kind of just raise up, get your thighs off the ground. I, I do a lot of different stuff to kind of try to keep the muscles loose because if the muscle gets tight, that's when you're you're prone to injury. So I'm, I'm, I do a lot of stretching. I've been doing, yeah, I replaced hiking. I replaced like hiking with stretching and weightlifting this week. But I did start doing squ- uh, squats again. Hell yeah. And that, and that feels fine. It felt fine this time. So maybe I'll keep Squats are the best. I tell you, watching you, how deep you were getting a couple mm. weeks ago. <laughs> God damn. Seriously. Like slower. he was going lighter weight and like he was just going all the way. I mean, ass to the ground. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do. I've just been doing the bar and then maybe a little bit of weight on that. I've yeah, just been hanging at 225 doing that. And yeah, just, just trying to get as down as I can get. Body weight squats are pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, I do them in the yoga. You go down and then you like try to put your forearms on the mat. And then and the good back stretch is to, when you're down in the squat, wrap this leg around this arm around this leg and grab your ankle and then reach this way. And it stretches out your entire that side of your back and then you just switch over and do it this way and it stresses out the entire because yeah. a lot of people have weird back problems and it's really easy to to fix them if you just know how to stretch yeah stretch and it strengthens the muscles around your freaking spine yeah and i don't know if you guys know this but the spine is pretty important i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> lots of people are saying the spine are really, is really yeah. important <laughs> many, many people are saying the spine is super important let me tell you something about the spine. I'd like brother. to see an x-ray of that fuck's spine about all that fucking weight he carries. Just That's muscle, bud. That is muscle. Oh. How dare you? I mean, a lifetime of uh, Olympic-level strength training. Yeah. Well, we do that to us. <laughs> pull out your plug there, bud. <laughs> Not to mention the giantism. Yeah. Can you hear? Yeah. You better? Yeah. I was you okay? Just, I was just... This increases the volume. Do you sometimes. need a hug? Cream sure, why not? Ponies and crisp apple hug a root. Lay. Lady. Flavin. Professor Frank might be the greatest character. On <laughs> Girls in white dresses covered in semen. It's two favorite things. What do you say, Chucky Tater sure. Sucks? Really just stretching it out there. Fucking Julia Andrews can get it. Even to this day, I'd throw a dick at her. What you got as far as favorite things there, bud? Um, well, the aforementioned uh, working out in the diet, and it's finally paying off. And then the uh, I finished Shadow March. Uh, finally finished the last Shadow March book. It's excellent series. Um, and then I went down a. Then I went down a rabbit hole with Tad Williams with the uh, Memory Sorrow and Thorn, and then the other series he's writing in it now. And there was a theory that the Sithy and and the Norns and the other ones that were are aliens, and they came to Austin are in spaceships mm-hmm. because all the references. They like we're, we're from we're from this place across this infinite ocean. We're from you know we came in great ships. Stuff like that. You know, of course you're going to think an ocean and then sailing ships. Mm-hmm. No. Apparently, and even Tad Williams has tacitly admitted it, that they're 
that they are they came in spaceships to this place. Hell yeah, and have, and have adapted to living and have given up that technology. But the thing about it is, it's not technology like as we know it. Their ships weren't even made of metal because they didn't have metal. They had this thing called witchwood, which is so it's basically like you know the technology in uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yes, it's like that. Okay, yeah. like it's magic, but it's technology. So it's the coolest fucking thing to imagining this. Tech magically, <laughs> I guess. Um, Sounds like a really bad white rapper. Yeah, really. Tech magically on the heat on the oh, beat. Oh God, he's from, huh. he's definitely from Marmet. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the uh, they dug up one of the 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 navigator. This guy Ruan, who was like the the guy who, ironically, wasn't a Sithy or a Norn. He was one of the uh, this other group who can mold themselves into different shapes and stuff. He, he, he's the one who brought him there. Everybody. He piloted the ship. So they dug his body up. And the thing they described sounded like a spacesuit. Because they said that the, the helmet he was wearing was cylindrical and it was like see-through. I'm like, that's a fucking spacesuit. That's glass, you know. So that I went down a rabbit hole with that. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing. And apparently in the next book, which isn't out yet, he's going to go into that. How they how the Sithy actually came there, you right know, on. and they're going to reveal that they are from technology that people from there wouldn't even understand. You know, sort of so, sounds like there's like a conspiracy theory about what is the, the name of those people that they came here to earth and populated it. Um, and that's how we got humans or something. The Anunnaki. The Anunnaki. Yeah. I've never read that theory. They're like real tall. Some people say I need that, to read that. Theory some people again. say that's why Donald Trump and Baron Trump are so tall, but it's not as the giantism. Mad. <laughs> I'm going to start a hashtag. Speaking of that, there's another quick favorite thing. Um, Donald Trump with his acquittal from the uh, the impeachment. And the fact, he will get elected next time is Mad King Harris. So I'm going to say hashtag Baron is Rhaegar because he's the kid that fucking hates his dad and is the if there's if there's a monarchy like. At stake, he's the one the one Trump that would be a good king because he doesn't want it. You know what I mean? He he would see it as a responsibility as opposed to uh, you can't have those dopey fucks. Well, sort of like sons. sort of like Jon Snow too, I guess. He doesn't really want to. I don't to want it in a way. Yes, um, but you know, Baron seems like a really nice kid. Like they were having the thing, and he was entertaining the other kid and being real sweet with him. Donald Trump would tell that kid to just get the fuck out of his face because he has no empathy. These are my blocks. You could play with your own blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to glue them to the carpet now. These are my blocks. So you can't play with them. I'm the new kid on the blocks. <laughs> I'm hanging tough. Whoa. <laughs> so anyway. Listen I, up, everybody, if you want to take a chance. I finished that and went down that. And then I started reading this other, and I sent Dutch some quotes from this. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. And it's a fantasy. But some of the shit this guy has written... For like they sound, they sound like honestly, they sound like some of my lyrics. That's how good it is. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> um, here's one of them. The guy, the guy says, "Books are a poor substitute for female companionship, but they're easier to find." And so, uh, this is one. Uh, small deeds for small men. I always say. Right. I imagine the trouble is finding the job small enough for men such as yourselves. But you were resourceful. You could pick trash or check brothel beds for lice when you were visiting. He says that to these two guys are going to beat the shit out of him. And they indeed beat the shit out of him. And he's laughing like he because it's this character that he just that he just introduced. And there are a hundred things that, that he's put in there already. Uh, one of them is the, uh, the the quote about whores. Excuse me. 
Well, here's shit. It says, uh, call a jack a jack, call a spade a spade, but always call a whore a lady. Their lives are hard enough, and it never hurts to be polite. Yeah. That <laughs> I was like that. <laughs> that, I mean, that sounds like uh, a freaking, uh, who's the drunk poet guy? Um, Tyrion? Shoelace. Uh, fucking Ski. Last name ends in Ski. Um, oh, but Bukowski, Bukowski, Charles Bukowski. It sounds like a Charles Bukowski thing. And and his book, this this name of the wind. I put it off reading it. A because he has a he he does have a little bit of Martin syndrome. The day we uh, fret about the future is the, the day, day we, we leave, leave our, our childhood, childhood behind. behind. That was a fucking good one. Um, but he does have a little bit of Martin syndrome because he he released the first book. It's a fucking phenomenon. Like it blew up the fantasy world like Tad Williams did. Well, probably not as big as Tad Williams because it's not quite traditional like that but and not as much as George R. R. Martin but almost that big and then it took a while to get the next book out and we've been waiting a long time for yeah. the third one so you know I don't I don't care about that necessarily but I wish Martin would get the fucking book finished apparently now he's gonna take longer because he, people didn't like the end of Winds of Winter I mean at the end of the series so he's changing it to suit him which I don't know if I like that I'm like, I don't dude, like write the service. fucking book write the book you know, but anyway, I'm. I, 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 oh yeah, and right before I started naming the wind back, I read Diane Franklin's book in a day. Diane Franklin. Anybody who doesn't know who Diane Franklin is, she was like sort of an it girl in the eighties. She was real pretty, uh, real curly hair, big eyebrows, French looking gal. Yeah, she was in Better Off Dead. If you guys remember Better Off Dead, she played the French girl Monique. She's one of the so, uh, one of the hottest, uh, cutest eighties chicks. She her book was really great, but the thing about it was she's such a sweet person that she didn't dish on anybody, and she worked with all these people, including John Cusack, who is a notorious cocksucker. Yeah. So she said, "John's nice, I like him." You know, talking about and address the fact that he won't even talk about Better Off Dead or any of that stuff anymore. Like, Better Off Dead is so asshole. good. I know. And the thing about I'll show you some some of my favorite pictures of her. Actually, had an ex wife that looked a lot like her, so. Here's the cover of her book. Ooh, she's a she's good looking. Yeah. yeah, I like her hair. Hmm. Yeah. Is that where your uh, love of uh, dark curly hair comes from? Probably. I think it was there to begin with, but I think that really intensified. It's ingrained. It. The name of the book is Diane Franklin: The Excellent Adventures of the Last American French Exchange Babe of the Eighties, because she was in uh, Bill and Ted yeah. in a minor role, which she acknowledges. She's like, "Yeah, I know it's small, but I was in it." But suck pe it. and people remember it, so. And uh, last American version, which her, is her Great. most is her most famous role, and she talked about that how that the end crushed her. Like she, she said, I like the ending and everything, but she actually tried to go to the director and have him rewrite it. <laughs> She's like, this is mean. I can't imagine this girl being this mean to this boy. You know, have you guys seen that movie? I have. It's been a long time, but I have. This movie, it. Last American Virgin. I don't think so. Well, the premise of it is this: there is this. Girl who comes to the school, Diane Franklin plays her, of course, and of course she's beautiful. And these set of three friends, uh, who are pretty much the standard '80s guys. You have the fat one, the nice one, and then the prick, you know, who's really good looking. She starts dating the prick. Prick gets her gets her pregnant. Um, the nice kid who fell in love with her to begin with takes her, gets an abortion, you know, and then they have Boy. a great, they have a great week. Yeah, t they have a great week weekend together. He falls totally in love with her. And then they go to this party. He goes in the back room and standing with her, looking at him, is his best friend, the prick, with her. 
And she's the one that knocked her up in the first place. Yes. Right? And he's kind of like giving him a nasty look and she's kind of like giving him a sorry look. And then he walks out, gets in his car and drives away to the tune of uh, Open Arms by, by Journey. It is one of the most stark, emotionally wrenching moments. And it started out as a gross out comedy. It's like American Pie. It was like and an it 80, shifted, man. 86 romp comedy, right? Yeah. And it was and it became that. And it's and I love that movie. And you can't find it anywhere. But then she was also in A Better Off Dead, which is a, a great fucking movie. But, um, yeah, I finished that, and that was a good book. And then I started the other one. So that's that's pretty much all my favorite thing. Fuck yeah. Aaron? Well, of course, it's going to be video game based. Sure. Uh, PlayStation has this thing called PlayStation Now. Is that kind of like plant-based? Yeah, sort of. And uh, they it used to be like 20 bucks a month, but they dropped it to $10, and then they gave everybody a seven-day free trial. But you're streaming video games, and they have a huge library that you can stream from. Shit, I didn't know this. Yeah. And uh, The Force Unleashed is on there, which is a great uh, Star Wars game. Yeah. With like my favorite opening scene ever. Like, you're freaking Darth Vader. Yeah, that's when you get to play as Darth Vader and cut it, cut the fucking shit out of everybody. Uh, you're uh, uh, killing a whole bunch of Wookiees. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you, yeah. You, you can do it with the Force and the lightsaber yeah. and all kinds of shit. I played it, I remember. Would you like a thing to plug into there? I, my plug-in's... Oh, it is. Yeah. I wish I could. But, yeah, you're just going around hacking and slashing Wookiees. And he's so fucking... I, pl- I played this twice. He's so fucking powerful. I beat it and then restarted it because it was so much fun. Oh, God, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the last scene on fucking Rogue One. Yeah. But, like, the opening... This is the opening of the game, and you're supposed to feel like you're immortal, you know? <coughs> and you do. They did a really good job with this. Graphics are really good, especially considering they're a little bit older. Yeah, they're PlayStation 3 yeah. graphics. I mean, they've held up pretty decent. That looks fun. Yeah. You get a seven-day free trial on your uh, PlayStation if you want to give it a trial. Did, um, you, did you check out the uh, all the older games I told you about? All of the older games. The Neo Geo games, and you can get Doom. I haven't sat down. You can get the, the original days, Doom. Doom 1 and Doom 2 that were like made in 1993. I played the shit out of those. For Jesus while. Christ. I looked it up. The last American version on DVD is 30 bucks on Amazon. I wonder what it is on Blu ray. 1998. On Blu ray? Yeah. That makes little sense. It should be reversed. It should be free. On Prime, this that type of movie should be free on Prime. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll just buy I mean, a copy. Valley Girl is free on Prime, which is a fun fine movie. It's okay. I mean, I, I like Valley Girl, okay, but it's just I don't know. I tried to watch a uh, uh, an eighties sex romp called Snowball, and it's one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I think I tried to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had the kid who was it's getting, not as good as Ski School. <laughs> it was had, actually I like Ski School. I did too. It was it was the kid who was getting shocked at the beginning of fucking Ghostbusters. He was one of the main characters. So that tells you tells you the talent level that we're dealing with. So <laughs> garbage, god fucking awful, dude. It's just <laughs> it was it was tremendous. Summer school was the best one. Summer school is great. Watch yeah. it. Ski, the guy from ago. summer school was in ski school. Uh, Harmon? Mark Harmon? No, the the kid with the thick eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Francis yeah. Grimp. Yeah, I don't remember any of these. I remember ski school because it was on TBS in the middle of the day a lot of... And mm-hmm. I watch, I watch, ski, ski school is one we had on VHS as a kid. Where, yeah. we, where we would record from one VCR to another VCR. And the degradation was terrible. And, we, and, we'd, have, and we'd, have, we'd have three or four movies on each tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my mom, great. And my mom like... 
printed out like computer printed out sticky labels for all of them like spent all this time like so we could you know so they would be well labeled they wouldn't be written in pen right so we could and i still have a lot of them and they still play and did it have like the, really? the time code on it where, where each of them started um because i know a lot of people did that um some of them did we didn't have that when she when she it's like with the handwritten stuff had the time code on it but when she did when she did the computer printout thing she just put the the name of you know just the names of them did you try to keep like uh, oh, ones, twos, and threes together? Like I had all the Ninja Turtles on one VHS tape. I mean, there was some <laughs> effort to do that, but it was like we were. It was whatever we got from Butler or Cavalier, Butler, and we tried, you know, Butler. Like, Butler. That was great, uh, but like the Christmas, only people from here get that. <laughs> like they were their uh, Christmas VHS. So it was all Christmas cartoons and Christmas movies, and that was awesome. Yeah, you could just put it and in the old commercial. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, and those like when I when I play them now, it's like is uh, all of the like the high frequencies and the audio have been rolled out, so it's like it's a, like everything's like, like really warm and bassy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah. And the ca- the colors all saturated, where it's just been oxidized for you know thirty years or whatever for thirty some years. Yeah, I, I see the the real. I, I see. I understand why. Um, uh, even at the beginnings of some uh, video games, the beginning of Alien Isolation, they did the old twentieth century Fox logo, and it was like like a VCR looked like a VCR tape mm-hmm. to just to draw you in. Now they didn't obviously make the game look like that because that would have been not so clear, but they, that's how they started. I'm I like, can't man, play that game. It's, it's scary, man. It's stressful. It's really stressful. Any more favorite things there? Uh, the show daybreak watched one episode. Oh, I think that, I'm going to like it. That's the one with, uh, 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 Ferris Bueller. Yeah. It's got Ferris Bueller and he plays a principal and it's about, uh, the apocalypse happening and kids rule. Uh, Did it have him running, running anybody down in a DUI? <laughs> <laughs> you bought your way out of prison, Broderick. <laughs> yeah, he killed somebody, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. In Ireland. Matthew Broderick killed a guy. <laughs> John, favorite things. Um, that salmon. Well, I don't. I have. I've been holding this back because um, and I don't know why I'm why I'm the one who received is privy to this information. But I've been holding it back from you guys because I wanted to wait for my turn on favorite things on the show this week to tell you all. But it turns out that Donald Jamarcus actually listens to our show and he really? he sent us a letter. Really? Okay. Shit. And it just says, um, "Great, great job on the show. Love PFR." Truly great stuff. I love your message. Uh, keep on. And it just says, Fuck. sincerely, Donald, J- Donald Jamarcus Trump. Wow. Uh, Dude. And it kind of got me thinking because I know Chuck and I are sometimes at, at odds about Trump because I, you know, I played the devil's advocate role and, you know, he, he wants him to be impeached. And um, <laughs> I want him to be made into the God Emperors and live forever so he can rule on and on and on. So there's a little, it's almost like we're, Slight, uh, slight difference of opinion. We're, we're opposites <laughs> on that, but um, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is um, that uh, it's you know you have to have yin and yang, you have to have balance, and um, sometimes uh, opposites attract. <laughs> <laughs> 
rap so mic it. Here's a little story, you sure to like it. Swift and sly, and I'm playing it cool with my homegirl. All I'm doing. God, she was a fucking smoke show. Couldn't sing worth a fuck. She's a smoke show. Remember when this video was like such a big deal? Yeah, it was huge. It was around the same time as uh, Roger Rabbit. Okay, is that is is her counterpart the animated animal? What is it? Is it a cat? It's a cat. It's MC Scat Cat. Yeah. You understand my confusion though, right? I do. Two steps forward. That's a big hit too. Rightly so. I like straight. I like straight up better than that one. Straight up, not tell me. That's coming up next. Me forever. You mean this one? Where she's dancing at the beginning. She starts out tap dancing, showing off her. She man, she was talented as shit. She still looks great. Yeah, she does. She's just drunk all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. She has ta- more talent at one thing than I have at everything. <laughs> um, and so, old mom had a big day on social media this week. Old mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not really, but I, I I produced some some pretty good tent, I think. So I'm gonna go over it piece by piece and over explain all my jokes to. Any of our listeners, <laughs> you mean the uneducated morons? So, that, so that the listeners who the also who, who also follow me on Facebook can get a recap of the jokes they've already had. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of repetition when it comes to comedy. Uh, so, let's see which where do I want to start? Okay, so I did two little like meme things for the for the for the podcast page for the Facebook page. Um. One of them is a picture of the mystery hole. I don't know how many of you all know what the mystery hole is. I know is. what it is. I've never what actually. I've never been. So for the listeners that don't know, times. it's a uh, it's a tourist trap. It's like an old, uh, like an old timey tourist trap that has survived and is still open. And basically, like you go, you pay like eight dollars or some, you know, something to go in, and a, a guy takes you through, and it's supposed to be like a hole in the ground where gravity ceases to exist. You know, ceases to work functionally. No one understands why. And there's all these like, it's, there's a whole bunch. It's just cheesy as hell. And there's all these like gimmicks and gags and stuff as you're walking through. And you go in, and you're basically just in a slanted room. Yeah. And it throws your equilibrium off, and then they do tricks and stuff. And it's it's really neat. But it, it you walk out of there thinking, um, and they actually have a joke at the end of the thing. Pe- people people often walk out thinking, "What did I just pay eight dollars for?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I put a picture of the mystery hole up and. And I said, PFR is to podcasting what the mystery hole is to West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did I just listen to? <laughs> uh, and then the, the other one is um, just a, a banner meme. It just says, to say listening to PFR is a good way to pass the time is an overstatement. It's an okay way to pass the time. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. So it's a tent. Uh, oh, and so the same thing happened to me. This week that happened to Dutch last week with his fraudulent personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so my post was f- about the coronavirus. I was just, I read a little for, I didn't even read the article. I just read po- like the headline of it or something. Just got these numbers. I was like, okay, for, for perspective, more than 24,000 people have been infected with coronavirus and 490 have died. 
Um, so that's the, the, the Forbes quote. That's where I got my information. So if you get coronavirus, you have a 2% chance of dying. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying that that's not dangerous, but it's like, let's put this into perspective here. The if, flu is like way deadlier. If, if everyone in the world got coronavirus, we would only lose 2%. That's I think still, worth it. That's several <laughs> million people, though. I know, I know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, but but no one's getting. It's not spreading. Sure, it's yeah, not that yeah. bad. And the, and if you get it, it's like, well, I still have a 98 percent percent chance of survival. And people kind of like people who are afraid of this kind of stuff and like to fear monger it are like posting lots of stuff like, oh, it's the worst. And there's lots of people that are pumping it up. And so I just did like a counter pump saying, you know, pump the brakes a little bit on your. Your fear mongering here is all I was trying to do. And so I threw some hashtags on there, of course. <laughs> Hashtag no fear. Remember no fear, guys? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah, that's pretty I great. I thought that was pretty obvious that I was joking when yeah. I said no fear. And right after that, hashtag fear this. <laughs> there was a counter <laughs> brand. Competing companies. There was yeah. a counter brand <laughs> yeah. called Fear This. Then hashtag weaklings. Hashtag uneducated morons. So I'm talking about people, mostly in, in Asia, where the coronavirus is thing, who got this terrible disease and died, and I'm calling them weaklings. And uneducated morons. Now, to me, it seems like I'm being sarcastic. Sure. It seems like I'm joking, and there's a whole history of me making the same joke, much like what happened to Dutch uh, for months now. I don't know how long we've been doing this. Couple. Couple months. And a Facebook friend decided to get to get butthurt about it. Uh, so she said, hashtag weaklings, or actually the weak and infirm. I hate when people actually <laughs> as in, mean. <laughs> as in the elderly children, the elderly children, those with other major, major illnesses, especially those with chronic respiratory illnesses, those who, those are the supposed, uh, those are the people at risk and worth the, the WHO talking, taking this seriously. But sure, call them weaklings. It's not hev- <laughs> it's not hev- uh, it's not heavily here in the states at this time, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. A worldwide epidemic of this particularly virulent strain of this virus could happen quickly. That's why steps are being taken to quarantine those with recent travel to the affected area. Not saying it's time to freak out. Just be aware. And I'm saying Forbes is a far cry from the CDC or who. You know the respected health focus organizations who are saying it, saying to take it seriously. So, I, so I laugh, responded, and I could have, I could, you know, that could have got ugly. Um, but I just, I, you know, I was like, okay, I, I kind of like this person. I don't want to, I don't right. want to ruin this yeah, nurse's day. Right. She, her, her, you know, her job waiting tables for big pharma is, is bad enough. Hashtag weaklings and hashtag uneducated morons are jokes tethered to mine and about ten other Facebook friends' alter egos. Where we pretend to be obnoxious and arrogant as a joke, not everyone gets it. Ha ha ha, laughy face. I guess I didn't get it. You definitely succeeded at coming off as obnoxious and arrogant. <laughs> well done, sir. So she added insult to injury. Yeah. When I was trying to de-escalate, so I laughed at that. And I said, that's okay. I don't really go around calling people weaklings in earnest. Like, <laughs> like that. she actually thought that I was calling these sick people weaklings. <laughs> but also, to your points, I don't trust... Uh, but also to your points, I don't trust the CDC or World Health Organization or Forbes. I just took the little factoid and presented some basic math skills. Having a disease with a 2% chance of dying is still scary. I never tried to imply it wasn't serious, just quantifying the real risk based on the numbers in front of me. I don't know anything except it's irrational for anyone on my Facebook to spread fear about this. Hashtag successful bully. Hashtag do you even walk bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then absolutely she starts to de-escalate and she's like absolutely uh, yeah I didn't you know I see, kind of see what happened there blah 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 and um, 
I was like, you know, this, you're, you're not the first, you're not the only one that this is happening to. I was like, this is a recurring thing. Oh, where, it's where a people goddamn think, pandemic by now. Where people yeah. are taking us seriously, but uh, we're not going to stop. No. We're not going to tone it down. Actually, I'm going to ramp it up. I've started doing it live in front of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I walked into uh, the 304 to pick up this awesome, uh, it was like a brat. Still haven't been. It was like a brat on a bun with macaroni and cheese on it. Oh, shit. Jesus mm. fucking Christ. And with like bacon and onions. Oh, oh my God. And, yeah, exactly. And um, my sweatpants just got a little tighter. And I walked in, and the the cook was standing there. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, oh, you're wearing shorts." I said, "Hashtag yeah, I'm wearing shorts," <laughs> <laughs> without even thinking about it. <laughs> uh, oh fuck! Anyhow, and then uh, so next on the another nice meme I made this week or a statement, which is. Uh, well worded and profound. I've never heard anyone word it quite like this, but it's. I th- I'm pretty proud of it. Democracy is literally anti-minority by design. It's true. Yeah. Think, think about it. It is. Democracy is ruled by majority. It's it's where 51 percent get to tell 49 percent. What does that mean for black people who may be 10 or 20 or 30 or whatever percent of the population? It means that democracy is by default bad for them. Right. By by default, they're. Th- um, they're half as powerful at voting as white people are because, you know, if there's two thirds of us, to, you know, for example, say there's 66 percent white people and 33 percent black people. I know that's not right. But if democracy is is the institution that we're working with that everyone praises as being some kind of moral thing, which it's obviously not. And that's the point I'm getting at here. Any minority and it's not just about race. It's not about uh, religion. Any minority, like for example, my my political views, I'm very much in a minority. Um, no, almost, very few people agree with me. Maybe five percent of people will, at best, will agree with what I have to say. So, ideologically, I understand what it feels like to be in a minority. I realize that's not the same as um, racially. Which color I am of, because I am a person of color. I don't know. I've, we've been over this. Yeah, um, you're kind of a beige. You're a trans woman. Well, I change color. colors a lot. Like, see, look at that splotchy shit. Like, if my hands get cold, sometimes I'll turn purple. You know, I'm beautiful. Well, you're my, re- <laughs> you're my, skin, my skin is like, I'm like a shapeshifter. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so literally, by design, democracy, when you vote, thinking, oh, yeah, this is justice. And when more people, you know, when the majority of people vote for something and then that happens, that's just 51% of the people imposing forcing their ideas on 49 percent of the people how on what planet do you live on where that's justice and and the fact that people are still praising democracy and talking about it as if it's the de facto righteous ideology is starting to look kind of silly to me the more i break it down um unless anyone has anything to add or argue no i mean i thought it was a good point it is a good point i don't know um I always say, like, uh, you know, the guy that uh, stands in the line at GoMart and just continuously buys scratch-offs and never gets out of the way? Scratchers. That guy gets to vote, and he has a say in your life. I don't think that's right. Fuck that guy. Well, it's like saying that communism, though, on the other side of the equation, it's like saying communism is automatically bad. Saying democracy is automatically good and saying communism is automatically bad are the exact same thing. It is a system... It has pro- it has pluses and it has co- pros and cons, and it's not inherently anything. So uh, I think 
it's not that communism is inherently bad in theory. It's that it's proven to be evil in practice. I know, but not, I'm saying that's yeah, the, the way. Historically. Yes. But it, it's saying the same thing about democracy, you know, in practice, it's bad sometimes. In theory, it's great. Well, it's it's you know? um, it's done. It's done a lot better than some of the other. Yes. Systems. But that, that this my the essence, the total essence of my point is, is that people hear communism and it conjures up so much stuff that is. Ridiculous. Same way as saying socialism. It's just an ism. It's a system, and it's. And um, I, I don't. I'm not. And I'm not uh, ascribed to either ideology. I don't care. But I'm saying that, you know, I, I, people have such fear of that word is that it now it's become a, an effective truncheon in the hands of the fucking Republicans. Socialism. I can't vote for that. Well, you know, I, just, I, fuck I, you. I mean, I actually do. Will use the word socialism and communism and commie as insults at this point, not because. Uh, 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 not because of ignorance or anything like that, but because of the track record and because of the millions, the hundreds of millions of people that have died as a result of it. In the but you're aware of what it entails. The people they're using yeah. it on against barely re- can barely read a newspaper. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's definitely. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Who reads it's, newspapers? Probably ignorance. Um, and one lady, one lady chimed into this. She said, Thanksgiving, thank goodness we have a republic. Well, okay. So I've got to break this down. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to, the United States is supposed to appear to be a constitutional democratic republic. It means that there's a constitution that's the framework for, you know, for what the lawmakers can and can't do and it limits them. And then the people democratically vote for representatives. That's what, what that means. Uh, and I said, you know, the constitution has been destroyed, which it has. It's, it no longer does what it was supposed to do. Very few, few people vote. That means it's not really a democracy. Uh, and I'm not sure the elected representatives actually represent their voters, but the U.S. is still somehow a relatively great place to live. Like there are people swarming here to come live here because they come from shitholes. And the United States, it, you know, there's a lot of advantages. There are a lot. There are a lot of opportunities to better your life here. I mean, sure. it's still, and that's the miracle. It's totally dysfunctional. It's totally broken. It doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. It's getting worse. And somehow still our lives are better than 99% of the rest of the people in the countries in the world. I mean, we're still, we still have like so much privilege. The people who, who bitch the most and gripe about privilege and point and calling people out for having white privilege privilege. are in a class that is the 1%. Right. The people complaining about, oh, the 1%, the 1%. Okay. Do you know that you're in the 1% globally speaking? That sounds suspiciously like somebody. Well, it's true. The two percent, the one. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be him. It's it's him. It's everybody. I know, but it really sounded like it's him. everybody that's pointing at someone saying you have and and being envious and saying that's wrong that you have more than others. In fact, themselves are have privileged it. and have more, way more than others. Right. And at the expense of others in some cases. And so it's, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Um. Okay. Moving on here. Trying to keep this moving. Um. So if the Fayette County Songwriters Festival is coming up, and mm-hmm. our, our, our good friend, the host of the show, Old Dad, is playing at that at the Grove at some time and well, some date. Friendly acquaintance. Well, mm. no, I'm your friend, but you're not my friend. Okay, I got it. That's, <laughs> that's how. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to let the world know because I don't think anybody knows that I am in fact um, also. A Fayette County songwriter. You can yes. listen to my music at juniormusic.bandcamp.com. I put yes. out three albums all by myself. And it's really good music. And I didn't, you know, I, I've got hundreds of songs that people have never even heard that I'm not even going to record because nobody cares. But I want to let you know, just in case, just in case you're interested. 
Um, another good banner meme I did today. Another good point I feel like I made. Have you ever considered with all this hubbub? Well, okay, so with all this hubbub about the Democrat, the uh, Democrats trying to pick their presidential candidate and that whole process and all the all the all the stuff surrounding that. Um, so my point was, have you ever considered that the reason why the presidential candidates seem inadequate is because no one is fit to rule 350 million people? And we've made this point on the show before, but I want to make it again because, I mean, it's a very common thing. It's like, oh, is that the best people? Is Can't they find somebody better to get in there than that? Or can't we have better options than that? The answer is no. No, nobody is a good option to rule over 350, to have that much power and to rule over that big of a landmass with that many people on it with that many different interests. Nobody can do that job well. Um, and so that's just that's my point. If anyone wants to add anything to that. You're right. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't totally agree or disagree. I, I, I agree that some are better than others. Like you can have, I mean, the Roman Empire, which was smaller, of course, but still did not have the infrastructure and all the opportunities and stuff we had, still managed to produce most of their rulers were good. The, the, the rulers that you hear about most are bad because they're more interesting. But what I'm saying is you would occasionally have wait, wait, you know, wait, a truly— what are, you, what are you basing your claim that most of the Roman rulers were good on? Because the amount of Ro- they, Roman rulers that were bad— They were literally— —are, mur- are, note, are noteworthy. They were literally— Mass murdering dictators, no, but I'm, akin to Adolf Hitler, but with less technology. Okay, they 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 conquered and murdered people and controlled them and imposed their will on them to enrich their little one percent group of people in, well, in Rome. I there. mean, what do we do here? I mean, it's the same thing. That's well, my point. I, I know, but what I'm saying is, is that you're saying nobody can rule effectively. I'm saying that. Uh, people can rule that effectively. You you will have, you know, you had the ones that are notably great, like a Marcus Aurelius or somebody like I that. I guess, I guess when I say effectively, I'm saying it's not, it shouldn't happen. It's, Im- it's immoral for one person to have that much power over others. I agree with and, that. Yeah. And so why do we, why do we bicker about, Oh, which one would be the best? None of it's good. It doesn't, it, you're never going to, you're always going to oppress people. There's always going to be groups of people who are going to get the shaft and get oppressed when you're making laws that affect that many people over that big of a, of a space with that many cultures and that, that many different interests. That's the point. The point I'm trying to make is that, you know, the state is bad. And when it gets bigger and has more and more people under the umbrella, it becomes more and more inefficient, more and more uh, authoritarian, more and more people affected by the bullshit. And eventually it spins out of control. That's what happened with, that's what always happens. What happened with the Roman Empire? It's what happened with the Soviet Union, and so it's like history will repeat itself. Uh, I mean, these are all kind of basic ideas. I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm saying anything too controversial here, am I? I don't think so. No, but yeah, that's basically my point. But you know, people get it's like you're we're arguing. So many people are arguing. You know, getting all worked up over this candidate and that candidate, this policy. Mayor it's Pete. Like, it's like it's all rotten. You know, it's 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 all it's fundamentally just a flawed way of thinking about um, how, how how a society should be structured, to think about it in, in terms of that level of centralization where there's one guy at the top, and then there's vice president, speaker of the house, and this, this weird hierarchy um, that's just essentially just rooted in a, in a monopoly on violence. It's You're never going to get a good result from that as compared to what you could get from... Um, some kind of system where the individual is is supreme. 
the the, indiv- the right of the individual is something that's sacred, and there's no state or government that can um, take away those rights. I agree with that. My my point was, while not being in favor of empire or anything like that, my point is and was is that even in, in, in a shit system like that, you're going to have people that are truly tyrants. And you're going to have people that try to do good, even though a lot of bad comes from it. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying that mm-hmm. what I'm basically saying is that Marcus Aurelius is not Caligula. And you see what I'm saying? Like you're going to have somebody who came, came to the job uh, or Augustus is not Tiberius, you know, yeah. who, who did who Merkel, did the best. Merkel, could. Merkel is not Adolf Hitler. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's uh, but but in, in our lives, you know, from my perspective and, you know, I've lived through. Uh, Reagan, Bill Clinton, two bushes, um, two yeah. bushes, yeah, uh, two bushes, Obama, and Obama, and the and, uh, and I don't see a fundamental whether who's trying to do good or not or whatever whatever point that people are trying to make about this guy being superior to this guy as a ruler. I just, to me it it's all the same. It's pretty much the same. I mean. When when you know when you break it down, like that, that there's those all of those figures who are purported to be totally opposites and across the aisle and all these polarizing ideas as if they're different. You know the Venn diagram for the things that they have in common versus the things that they don't have in common. They're they're like ninety percent similar. Yeah, and then there's a few issues that they differ on, and people act like it's a there's a sliver of non intersectionality. Yeah, exactly, and that's 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 all I'm getting at. I think that's the end of my favorite things. Right on. Um, mine is I was I re I have a couple I guess. Uh, put new designs up on the t-shirt shop, uh, tpublic.com slash. You put user up another one besides that one you said slash Pillow Fort Radio. Yeah, let me see what I'll put up so far. Mm. He will, yeah, brother. He, he will, will, yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll go through and show the new designs. Let me see. Okay. We got the new Pillow Fort Radio with the lightning bolt. It's just Pillow Fort Radio with the lightning bolt. It's a dog and and pony show lightning bolt. Yeah, I like the lightning bolt. John seems to be indifferent about it, I guess. (laughs) Um, Then there's the one with the lightning bolt. And it says, enter the fort at the bottom. I like that That's one. That's good. That's, those are really the only two I put up. Uh, Shelton, Matt Shelton came in last night wearing this one. Did he? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking awesome. In red. In red. It looked really good nice. in red. I didn't even like that one that much, but it looks pretty good. No, I, I, I still like the original logo. That's pretty much my favorite one. I'm never, ever going that to one? buy a shirt with my face on it. Why not? <laughs> I just don't want to. Oh, it be weird. I had a couple ideas um, for shirts that I, I, I pitched to Dutch. One of them is... Um, uh, uh, like a, a, a an image of a gun pointing at you, and with the with the caption, "Make the biscuits." <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure out a way to do, like get an actual graphic designer on that one. <laughs> or, um, a gun. It's like you're holding a gun to your he- ear. Yeah, but it's attached to headphones that go around your head, and then it's like pillow fort radio at the bottom or something like that. That's a good one. Anything with yeah, a gun I like on that. It. Or enter the fort. Enter the fort. Um. We need a campaign that gets people interested in our show. Well, none of us know merch, how to do it. Merch, see, hipsters, if we can get hipsters caught on, that's where it blows up. Like, if we can start, I'm, I think we should, 
I'm going to get some, pay for some stickers and start just tacking them up and playing. That's what I always said I was going to do. Like, just. Like well, band stickers. Now, they, now that they have them, just slapping them all over the place. I mean, T Public has them. Yeah. You can you can buy ten at a time. Uh-huh. You know, and then just go. But they are like three dollars a piece. I don't give a. Fuck. There's probably a, tack them there's up other in places. There's other printing companies where you could get a bunch printed. Because really that new the new logo with the lightning bolts, both of those look really good on stickers. Yeah. Because uh, I looked at them, I was like, oh, that looks kind of badass. Yeah, if we can get all the people at the Grove and stuff, and like I, I like the fact that um, Red Audio and all, and and all of them always. Give us a shout out, like the Pillar Fort Radio crew. You know, it's you know, eventually that's going to catch on with somebody, and people are like, who who the fuck are these Pillar Fort Radio people? Not necessarily. It's going to be, you know, I mean, there's there are bands who are like extremely great and who have merch and tour and have an online presence and work constantly to build work for years to build their band up to try to make it and never make it. It you know, it's a whitewash out there. There's so the there's so much information and so much entertainment for people that uh, it's you know. It's it's great that we have the internet. We have all these opportunities, and it's kind of an equal playing ground for us. But it's also, but the double edged sword is everybody's doing it. Yeah. Every every what was that, that meme that was like it was like three like well so we're three uh, average white guys yeah. with, with no with 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 no real experience in anything <laughs> and something et cetera et cetera. Let's start a podcast. Did we just start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but the difference between us and this, and I will say this, is we've been going for five years. And we're actually so, funny. Yeah. And we actually have, you know, there are 700,000 active podcasts right yes, now. Yes, 700,000. Yeah. God damn. And I think I read a statistic. If you get 50 listeners a week, you're in the top 20%. And So that's our goal. We get far more than that. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. <laughs> so we are successful. But I we, mean, but we want not more. monetarily successful. We want more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in order to get. Real like uh, for sponsors to start getting a hold of you to get you monetized need, and all that. You need like two thousand. We could probably get local sponsors if any of us were good at cold calling, which I was back in the day. But I wouldn't know how to explain this. Uh, um, we're four local morons who five five who jack well, our formerly five who jack our jaws about things we don't know anything about. <laughs> Would you like to hear four slightly autistic men speak mostly in hashtags, very arrogantly about things they don't know very much about? Boy, tell me more. <laughs> Can't wait to get on that. <laughs> um, other favorite things: uh, rewatching Stranger Things. It's fucking great. Yeah, dude, it's the it's, best. It's kind of a good show, isn't it? It's, 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 fucking, it's fucking great. I can't overstate it enough how good it is. It's so it, the production is so in the. 80s it makes everything else kind of look shitty. It does. it does, especially the difference between season one and season two production wise. They, they like Netflix knew what they had, and they're like, "Hey, let's just chuck some money and dump it." Mm-hmm. In it just there. looks so much better. Yeah, and uh, of course the fucking story. Steve Harrington's redemption arc is as good as any. Yeah, I really wanted hair. to hate him, and then I really liked him. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, yeah. Um, they made you hate him. You didn't like him. He was a prick. Yeah, he, he really an was. Asshole. And they but and that's and him. that's where they stepped outside of archetype. Like the original archetype was that that Johnny Lawrence had no redemption. He was a piece of shit from A to you know he might have acknowledged the guys win at the end, but he was not good. I mean that's why I like Cobra Kai. But um, yeah, that's stepping outside of the and the and the fact that the girl actually went with the nerd instead of you know going with the you know what I mean. So yeah, fucking. Stephen Byers gave him them paws. He really did, man. He beat the fucking shit out of him. Gave him them fucking knuckles. Son. Uh, of course, it's probably he learned that from his dad beating on him. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I was thinking because Lonnie was a piece of garbage. I was thinking, um, 
are the is the Byers family from Stranger Things related to the the Byers family from Paradise Lost, the childhood murders at Robin Hood Hills, the uh, mm. documentary. Jesus. And will we see John Mark Byers in season four? God, I hope of Stranger Things. I hope he sings. Demogorgon, <laughs> I cast thee. About to hail. And when his buddy chimes in, if that Demogorgon gets within arm's reach of this arm right here, he's one paid for some. Did he say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. I'll come every morning and urinate on your grave. <laughs> And maybe some other bodily functions, functions too. too. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that his redemption arc was awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was—he had a very uh, Steve Harrington type redemption. He arc, really did, except for it was real, and except he's not attractive at all. No, like not. his story just doesn't seem real at all. No, like it looked like he was playing a character in the documentary. He, well, I, he was playing it up. Yeah, I was. know, but but it—it's it, it, yeah, it's really good. Then his redemption. Oh, I was telling Dutch. Uh, speaking of things that are awesome. I bought, so you have an op- 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 option to watch it, uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which is a Batman story set in the oh, 19th yeah. century. Yeah. It's, it's for one thing, it's rated R because it's fucking violent. Um, Poison Ivy gets killed in the first five minutes. Huh. Like she, and they, they altered all the characters to be 19th century equivalents. Like, uh, at one point, these three kids come up and try to rob these uh, old people, and they named their names off. I'm like, wait a second. Jason, Dick, and and this other one. They're uh, all Robins. They're all Robins. So they were street orphan punks, you know. And then... Um, they have newsboy caps? Yes, they did. Fuck yeah. As a matter of yeah. fact. Um, the shit out of this tonight. And... Uh, well, then I can't tell you how it ends. Oh, well, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it's the thing about, about the it journey. was, it's about Jack the Ripper, and he's killing prostitutes all over the city. So they're trying to figure out who it is. And the coolest thing about it was, I'm pretty good at picking out who it would be, and I didn't. Like, I'm just like, wait a second. We haven't seen him yet, or maybe it's the Joker, maybe something else is going on. But uh, they allude to the fact that it's um, Harvey Dent. It's not him. They allude to the fact that it's uh, Bullock, this other cop that works... Uh, in the Gotham Police Department, it's not Jim J. Bullock. <laughs> Anybody going to remember that, Mister Rush? <laughs> um, <laughs> if he pulled off the mask, circle was, gets a square. <laughs> if he pulled off the mask, it was James J. Bullock. I would legitimately be stoked. Um, no, but turns out the end. The, there's this um, good things. Well, let me say this before the fights are period appropriate. There is virtually no martial arts in it. It is boxing, and they are beating the shit out of each other. Batman actually gets the fuck kicked out of him on at least three occasions. Hell yeah. Because I, because the guy he's fighting is really fucking good. And it's not that Batman isn't. He's pulling out some crazy blocks where he's blocking like this and gets him and stuff like that. It's fucking awesome. But then it turns out he he's going to go talk to uh, Commissioner uh, Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. And Commissioner Gordon is portrayed as this hard as nails, big strong guy, big handlebar mustache, you know, a good guy. Turns out it's him. It's him the whole fucking time. So, I'm sorry I killed it for you. You told me. <laughs> but um, he he goes in. Batman goes into. He's going to talk to him. He's like, wait a second. There's a room here. He walks over in this room. There's all this fucking autopsy shit in there. And, and like lungs and fucking glasses of you know liquid and stuff and autopsy uh, charts and shit like that because when he kills these women he cuts them up he doesn't just kill them he cuts them up Fuck. like Jack the Ripper did and 
Uh, then his wife comes walking in the room and she's like, you shouldn't be here. And you never really see her face. Her Half her face is burned with acid because he's this puritanical nutbag who kills whores because that's what they deserve. Is that, That's what he says, you know? And... And you never saw it coming. I was just like, oh, holy fucking shit, you know. And then they're in, they're in a fight on top of this Ferris wheel, dude. And by the way, that's not going to ruin any of it because it's that fucking yeah, awesome. So I mean, the animation is is fucking top notch. And I like the fact that they nobody had any superpowers. There's none of that, you know. But well, what about gadgets? All steampunk. Oh hell yeah! At one point, he's riding on a fucking motorcycle that looks like it was cobbled together by <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, the the. Bat Grappler is steampunk tech and all that shit. Plus, he doesn't have anything to cover his eyes because they just don't have the technology. So there's not even smoke glass back then. So it's just hit a cutout the with a, a cape and shit. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Um, it was originally... A, it was the first Elchwood story by DC Comics because uh, Mike Mignola came to him with this idea and said, you know, he's a guy who did Hellboy. And he said, listen, I would like to do a Batman story set in the 19th century... You know all the stuff, and they're like, "Well, that doesn't fit in any any continuity." And they had to have just said, "You know what? That's a great fucking idea. We're just going to do a one shot." And that's what exactly what they did. So, yeah, and, they, great. and I have the Gotham Gotham by Gaslight somewhere. So, um, I was thinking about picking up a reading. They actually followed his artwork. Like they tend to do that though when they make yeah. a, a, a movie of the property, they try to stick to the art style that would that the property originally was. So. Uh, the death of Superman tries to fit within the context of that. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm really it, it was I was shocked at how fucking good it was, and the fact that it was an R rating. Yeah, and, that's and, pretty exciting. Yeah, and the fact that uh, you know all the different character arcs and how they just redesigned every character. You know, with Alfred, of course, was you know he he always drew a handsome cab, and he would come up and you know pick him up and. I know. <laughs> Back in time. Yeah. <laughs> but it, no, I mean, if you get a chance, it's on there. Watch it. I mean, it, you, you will not be watch it later today. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. So. I like that they're kind of short. Too. Have you seen the uh, the trailer for the anime Batman? The one where he's like a samurai or some shit, and he's fighting samurai Joker on top of a... <coughs> That's all I know about it. Yeah. I'd samurai <laughs> Batman fighting trailer. samurai Joker. I'm into it. I'd, I'd watch the shit. But I think it. it's all subtitled. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <coughs> I'd watch the shit out of. I think it's dubbed too. You can get a dubbed version. Um, let me see other favorite thing. Uh, well, the fights last night. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so I walk in here, and you said that arguably Jones won four. You could say of the rounds. You could say that Jones won four of the rounds. I'd want to. You hear, could also. I wanted say- to hear you say more about that because because I left being like everyone kind of agreed that Dominic. Probably won three rounds. You could also say that Dominic won three rounds, and that, and that they <laughs> and that they they put too much scoring emphasis on those takedowns that didn't do any damage. Um, De- Jones definitely won four and five. Yeah, no one's debating that. You could argue that he won two and three as well. He definitely lost round one. You you could argue that two, he won two and three. Two and three were, were neck and neck. Yeah, somewhat octagon control. Um, aggression, like, because aggre- any time that Dominic landed anything, Jones didn't back down. It was Jones, and Chuck saw it too because he was rewatching it with me. Uh-huh. Jones was right back up in his face, stalking him, mm-hmm. in right the middle back of the his face, stalking the time, yeah. him the entire time, <laughs> pushing the pace. Okay. I don't know how much that should count, dude. I don't know if I was scoring the fight, 
not listening to the commentary and all that shit. Um, yeah, turn the sound off, and you could yeah. possibly you could possibly score four to one to Jones, but it just depends on what you like. It, I mean, you could also score three to two mm. for Dominic Reyes. Right. I want to see him fight again. <laughs> it was a yeah. great fight. Right. They they should run it back. But also, Jones only got caught hit square two or three times in the entire thing because he was rolling with mm-hmm. it. There was that very, up, the uppercut. Yeah, that uppercut he, got he him. took he took some body kicks. He yeah. took a head kick. It, only only a, I would say at the top five of those significant strikes, as they call them, were actually really significant. Right. And that knockdown in the first round was a slip. He, he hit him in the body and he yeah, slipped. Kind of hit him right in the sternum yeah. as he was doing a kick. And it, it was slipped. a significant strike. Definitely, a but it wasn't strike. a knockdown. But um, and if you're going to beat the champion who's been the champion for uh, ten years, it has to be decisive. You have to to be the man. You got to fucking beat the man. Yeah. I mean, that's what Ric Flair says, and he's not wrong about that. No, he isn't. So it has to be very decisive. He's too. never wrong about anything. He really isn't. Yeah. I mean, everything I need to know in life, I learned from Ric Flair. <laughs> Project confidence at all times. He doesn't have... Uh, Make sure you can't keep have, your alligators down. He doesn't have my pants, though. No, he did not. John wore the greatest pants I've ever seen last night. Um, <laughs> have you seen my fight pants? <laughs> no. They're like... They're like, it's are, sort they, of like are they parachute pants? No, it's sort of like a pajama. <laughs> like a, a lounge pants, like a pajama pant, you know, with just string and like soft material, thin material. And it was going to be one of my favorite things. And each, <laughs> each, each image, each image on them is, um, is different and unique, but it's something more American than on, on the front and on the back. There are two giant bald eagles in different poses and two giant wolves, howling wolf. <laughs> so great. And there's like weird, like other artwork and stuff on it. Like they're just covered. Where did you find those? Walmart, $6. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm there. It's so crazy. They're not there anymore. This is, I bought them like probably a year ago. Also, another another thing about the fights, Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, yeah. She's a little 125. What country now. is She's she great. from? Uh, Kyrgyzstan? Is it Kyrgyzstan? 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 Kazakhstan. Not Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is the greatest country in the world. Every other country is run by it's little a, girls. It's, <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those accordion-y yeah. countries. Yeah, it's one of those potato-eating countries. Where they, where they play accordion music. And dance real traditionally, real aggressively, yeah. and then at night they go out to discos, and they're very disco, white. Disco, and, good, and all, good. They're all kind of good looking. Anywhere from kind of, you know, most of them are. Yeah, she's pretty hot. They have similar facial Eastern features. Eastern European women are fucking smoke. They're either smoking hot or they're really fucking ugly. Yeah, she's she's she's, she's, good she's got a she's got a gun tattooed on her hip. She's she's, uh, she's the most badass chick I've ever seen in my life. Awesome. She's like a hundred. I mean, she fights at one twenty five, and she's got more muscle than I do. Yeah, she's jacked, but um. Valentina Shevchenko. If you just look val- look up Valentina, you'll find her because she's got to be trending right now everywhere. But uh, she had she had a good great fight. Indeed, she is. She's a monster. Um, but she took this gal down. This girl tried to pull guard, and, and then she got back. She took her, let her legs go back down. Then she, Valentina just took her right down, got right inside control. Then it's like, oh, I see your arm there. And then she just put her arm between her legs and got her in the crucifix yeah, and started just laying elbows. And there's nothing this chick could do. She, nothing and she was do doing everything right to get out. To get she out. tried to roll out. She tried to get. There's three things you can do to get out, and she tried all three of them. Why do you think Slavic and 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 Russian type fighters are so good? Because they have a hard life. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're not they're not genetically better than anybody else. I don't think. I think it might have uh, something to do with um, mystical toughness. Oh, that's another favorite thing. <laughs> um, um, so uh, 
I've heard you guys heard me talk about Jared, one of the the black belts. Yeah, and Chuck has met Jared. Uh, he he used mystical toughness. Oh, he did this morning <laughs> to describe how the seminar went. That's awesome. That's amazing. So it's happening. It's Hell spreading. yeah! It is spreading. If you reach just one person, if you can make a difference in one person's life. Um, I was also contacted by the DDPY people. That was awesome. Yeah, was that him? No, it was the team at DDPY. Well, even so, still, yeah. that's great. Just to they. What are you down to now? Uh, two seventy two. That's fucking <laughs> impressive. By next week, I should be. I'm thinking maybe two sixty eight, two sixty eight, probably. If I if I try hard this week, I don't know how hard I'm going to try. It just depends on how I feel every evening when I get home from work, or if I want to wake up early <laughs> and work out. I don't know. Yeah. Two sixty six, but they uh, asked me to like to fill out something and explain my journey. I wish you would have recorded it more. You didn't take a lot. Your hashtag journey. I took pictures. Uh, I know you took pictures, but I, don't, I didn't do videos or anything. All the all these people that they use in their advertisements do videos. I started doing those. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I had the idea that I was going to do that a few years ago and completely record myself. I did a few, and I'm just like, I'm not. I'm not good with social media. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll post it before and after, and then I'll say stuff after it. That's about as far as I'm going to go. So that's pretty much what I did. Um, but um, they just asked me to explain it, and I just wrote like a couple paragraphs and answered some questions. And I don't know if they're going to use it because uh, some of the people that they're they're using in their little advertisements are like, "I lost 36 pounds." Like, okay, I mean it's good. Yeah, it's good. But I mean, how losing 10 is good. Yeah, I mean in in today's world, you know. But I think we've all figured it out. It's activity and manipulating your diet. That's all it is, you know. Yeah. And um, and uh, consistency, negatively motivating each other. Well, yeah. <laughs> you lose a couple pounds there, Chubs. Mm-hmm. Shirt's a little tight on you there, isn't it? <laughs> you really need those pork rinds. <laughs> Actually, I do. It's keto friendly. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I've been eyeballing the sriracha pork rinds yeah, all evening last That's night. That's the thing. All I can't morning. eat them yet. Can't eat them until well, it's almost two. I'm trying to think of any other favorite things that have occurred. Um, oh, the uh, the songwriter festival thing. Uh, I don't know when I'm playing, but Saturday at the Grove in Fayetteville sometime. I'll post an update on my social media whenever I know what time I'm playing. But uh, go there. It's five bucks to get in. If it, For 30 bucks, I think you can you get a pass to every one of the shows, even at the theater where like... Uh, more famous people are going to be playing, like Abe Partridge and other people. Hello, June. They're really good. I looked up some of their stuff. I like them a lot. Um, I, I know that Hello, June gal. Uh, like Sarah to, Rudy. Yeah, like she used to come in. You know, we were in the same Morgantown scene there for a while when she was first getting started. We played at the same open mics and stuff. Yeah. So come see me there. Um, I have a 45-minute set. I should probably start practicing. Is Joanna that. Young in that? Who? Joanna Young. Maybe. I don't know. She's a girl from Clay. She's a younger, younger lady. You see, it's only for Fayette songwriters. Oh, okay. It's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only two of us in it that are from Fayette County. <laughs> um, yeah, come see me at that. You won't. I know you won't, but uh, that's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> you won't because you're weak. Because you're weak. Uh, oh, things, I went to that the weird open... Uh, Anything Goes thing at the Black Root Theater in Bell, and I played at that on uh, Friday night. Oh, yeah. And the only people that showed up were the performers and two other people. 
and it was weird. And I liked it though. That sounds like a anytime someone tries to do something in the valley, what happens? Well, see at yeah. the at the New Year's Eve thing, there was about forty people there. Yeah, there was a handful of people there. It was oh, yeah. not. It wasn't bad. Like there was very few empty seats. Oh, it's the same venue as that same. It's yeah, the yeah. same venue. They're doing it the first Friday of every month. Right, right, right. So I'll I'll probably just do that because it's fun. I can get up and I think this time the next one I'm going to have them let me give me a half hour block. What was the admission? Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at least use it as a live practice. And yeah. Else. There, was com- there was comedians. There was a girl got up and sang some songs, some karaoke. Um, there was no sketch or uh, improv this time, which I was disappointed in. I always want to watch improv. Not because it's good. It's bad. It's, it's best when it's bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not ever really good right. unless it's Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery. Yeah. Colin Mockery. God, they're they're fucking groups. <laughs> they never, they they're never great. miss a beat. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Give me a little bit of Wayne Brady, you know. Oh, shit, it's Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they introduced me as a comic, and I'm like, I'm not a comedian. Here's going to be one of the saddest songs you've ever heard. <laughs> so, I don't know why they introduced me as a comic. I don't know who got that in their fucking head. Um, that's about as far as favorite things, though. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the snow. That was a lot of fun. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Stupid. It wasn't even care. very much. It wasn't even snowy. Yeah, but I mean, I, it didn't like the roads weren't bad or anything. I had to work yeah. outside, and it was still it was super gay, Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> super gay. Instead of like the American flag suit, it's a rainbow suit. <laughs> and his motorbike is a dick. <laughs> like the a gay duo. Yeah. Aaron, you got a subreddit of the week? I mean, I was going to use the one that you mentioned earlier tonight. Oh. Well, dude, use it anyway. We'll actually Okay, look we'll at look at it. Well, hold on. Let me uh let me find a song for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. Let me see. What's a good song that I haven't used in a while? Oh, got it. R slash off-center buttholes. Show us some examples of some off-center buttholes. Well, here's an actual off-center butthole. It's weird. Oh, it's kind of cute. Yeah, Just a little bit off-center. A little off-center there. And then they post things like... Uh, it's a barrel. Yeah. The, <laughs> the hole in the barrel is a little off-center. That's actually, a, that's actually called a bunghole. Yeah, the bunghole. Yeah, I don't know. Her, hers might be slightly off center. I'm, that doesn't look that off center. I'd tongue punch her fart box. Great ass. Man. <laughs> 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 yeah, so just off center buttholes is pretty great. It really is. Yeah. I don't know if that one is off center. To me, it looks a little off center to the right. Yeah. I think that's part of the point is that you're looking to you're you're trying to identify if it's really off center, yeah. so you keep looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not going to have one that's like freakishly. Yeah, that's yeah. off center. I mean, that's on her hip for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> she's, shitting, she's shitting out of her. I mean, well, let's, let's go up here to the top and see what. The, it's literally just a stoma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! Fuck my stoma! Oh god. Should we show them Fed Smoker? Why not? 
Just I'm not going to see anything gross, dude. No, this ain't no, gross. No, 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 no. Fed Smoker's a fucking American hero. What the fuck are you talking about? Let <sighs> me try to find a good Fed Smoker. I want to eat here in a minute, so don't show me anything fucked up, please. Calm down. Right, it's not fucked up. I don't trust you. You're the one who... It's not that... Dr. Fu- it's Hans. Not, <laughs> it's not fucked up. <laughs> well, it's hard to find a good one that isn't already... Uh, has commentary over it. Yeah. If you're not if you're not willing to eat a big meal after watching two girls one cup, are you really hungry? That's a good, that's a fine point. Okay, I found the ultimate Fed Smoker compilation. If you want to see your name in lights, all you have to do is type it. Because when you type something at the computer, what you're doing in effect is turning on a lot of little points of light on the screen. Rapers, I get. I'll be putting everybody on the net as baby rapers from now on if I even see a flinch around me. <laughs> okay, this is a fed smoker. He busts dirty cops. They haven't been being <laughs> oh, I get it now. Fed smoker. Give me like that cold inbred fucking feeling when I shop in there. <laughs> I'll be putting everybody on the net I'm as so baby glad rapers I from now on if I even see a flinch around me in this town. I think the pigs might have got to them here and they feel... Like they can get away with that with me. Tell me he smokes like that every time. Chief on the net is baby rapers. I get snubbed one more time out of this store. You watch and see, bitches. I'm gonna put this dog on the net as a baby raper too. <laughs> you fucking baby raper! <laughs> 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 I've never seen this video. It's a fed smoker. Rock on rape. Yeah. I want to. I like his bandmates there. The fuck? I love you. You look great. Just smile for me. I think you got the greatest legs in the neighborhood. You fucking state trooper pooper dupers are the biggest fucking liars, boy. See you better cry. Are you just filming me? Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's what I do is film people. I'm on vacation. You ever seen one of them things? Filming me? You ever seen one of those things? You ever seen one of those things? Yeah. That's a time machine. It's a time machine. Look here, we're gonna arm wrestle. You're gonna make me feel good. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. So are you ready to arm wrestle, buddy? Your tattoo machine is the smooth penetration for the new generation. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed you in the park. And Janice Joplin used to live out here. I wish I could have <laughs> fucked you under the tree instead of on the curb last night. But we had fun anyways. <laughs> yeah, my little magazine. They write the best shit. Because they write for Steve. This is the lady took. That's the that's the Fed smoker. 
So that is the oddest fucking thing. It, yeah. yeah, he's he's really odd. There's a video where he cuts his hair with a lighter. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could find that one. <laughs> there's that one, and there's another video of him uh, parking his car like by a car wash and pulling his own tooth. Yeah. No, he he degraded from the, like he looks horrible now, like it's a meth or something. Oh god! Yeah, and there's a video of so him we have like to watch recording, recording self destruct, like pulling his own tooth, oh with a knife. It's, that's what he was. He was using a fucking knife. He rinses it off with Pepsi. <laughs> with Pepsi, yeah, and he explains, you know, you gotta yeah you gotta wash his knife off. That encourages bacteria growth, <laughs> and then pulls his. Oh, dude, it's fucking hard to watch. God. And here's when he's confronting a security guard. Hey, bro, oh. I'm on record for a moment. What is this place, anyways? <laughs> what is this place? Um, you don't need to film me. Oh, I, I'm doing a documentary. This I, don't is, think I, I don't care. I don't want to. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? You dumb son of a bitch. I'm a private person, and I am a fucking American, you stupid fuck. I can ask you anything I want. And I can tell you no anytime I want. fucking baby raper on your face, okay, cocksucker? You want a baby raper? You're the one who looks like a baby raper. Baby raper, Would you escape from jail? What's up there, Chomo? Listen here. What are you guys How you get a job here? Chomo is chomolist. Well, not by talking like that. Well, you know what? You're fired, bud. No, I'm not. You're talking to me. I'm a, a fucking tough, American, you tough, fuck. Tough, You're the one touching my camera through Put the fence, you tough, faggot. On, I'm going to talk to the sheriff's department about you, buddy, okay? Go get him. Go get him. And I'm going to see. Go get him. Well, they're going to watch it on the internet. Go get him. Well, how do you get a job here? Not by tough talking boy. like you. Not by talking like Are you. you. Like what? You guys are the ones all scared of the camera. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. You know what? You're fired, okay? You didn't follow through. What do you, how <laughs> you, do you get a job here? You know what protocol is? Yeah, I take cops' badges all the time doing it. <laughs> you know who you're talking to? A retired double agent there, I'm you fucking retard. This guy's guy talking to a man that just ruined your fucking life, okay? This guy's he's just a lunatic. He just lost oh, yeah. your life, okay, as far as your job goes. You threatened my life? No, I told Titchy job. You threatened my fucking life? Job, bitch. That's not what you said, asshole. Well, we're changing it to job because you're taking it out of context there. What's your name, anyways? What's yours? Peterson Connell. You've That's just ruined your life. That's a lie. You want to see my ID? No, I don't want to see your ID. How do you get a job here? Why would you want to know? Because I work all the time, all over the country. Oh, yeah. I, so. I wear these little wire you know, things. He sounds like Donald you Trump. See, see these wire? You, 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 you just got your job there, buddy. It's baby raper on your face clothes, okay? Your face clothes. Okay? <laughs> Ta-ta there, retard. <laughs> you didn't follow proto, buddy. You're done. You're done. <laughs> oh, you, you don't have no authority over me, bitch. Take it easy, fuckhead. Yeah, he's definitely degraded. Like, no longer with the long hair. He's got his dog. His poor fucking dog has to live with this guy. You don't have nothing for me, buddy. Ta-ta there, retard. That is the Fed Smoker. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel amused. And, uh, <laughs> disturbed at the same time. And also See, this, this, this just sympathetic because he's just, he's, decon he's like decomposing in front of us. See, this is... Um, this just proves my point. If it wasn't for the federal government, you wouldn't have the Fed smoker. Yeah. He wouldn't have any enemy. <laughs> <laughs> then it would just be a rock or something. <laughs> He'd just be screaming at a, a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any power over me, birch tree. You stupid tree. <laughs> With your white branches. I love it. This guy's insane. He's gonna become a, he's gonna become famous and shit too. Yeah, your mom's house has already got a hold of him, and they're uh, 
They have merch with his face on it already. Where he- <laughs> See, it's like the thing with Bad Baby. It's just, we have all these people with. I mean, I know. Oh, she's, here we go. Here we I know go. she's turned she's it around super. since, but I'm saying, you know. What did you find? Skip through this one a little bit. This is the one I was talking about a minute ago. Are you sending it to me? Pulling, it, pulling his tooth with the knife? Yeah. Oh, man, I couldn't watch it. The fact they clean the knife with pips. <laughs> So amusing. <laughs> Just, you know, you can skip through it a little. It's on this five minute video. Stings first. You want to take yourself a hook knife like this. Work best. Try it's to get all knife. the dog food off it. Get all the dog food off of it. And, um. Look at his, is that his car? Yeah. Jesus Christ, do you have a bomb in there? Washington. He's taking notes. The dog looks well cared now, for. Uh, somewhere on a white lady, folks. This is probably going to hurt just a little bit. It's got a skull thing on his. <laughs> it's going to hurt just a little bit, so bear with me. What's nice about this knife here is uh, the tip's been broke off, so. Here he is. Ripping his tooth out of his head. <laughs> Great, great. I cut my lip. (laughs) (laughs) We're parked illegally. Quit. Quit, quit, The dog's like, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Quit. Even I know this is a bad idea. (laughs) Parked illegally. Sounds like he's going unconscious. He's ah. Did you hear it pop? He's got wake yeah. apnea. There it is. <laughs> Look at that bad tooth, folks. <laughs> Look at that fucking thing. That's the way you do it at Falcon Car Rush. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Think about how much money he just saved, though. Yeah. A lot of fucking money. Who's crazy now? <laughs> Hardly any to see me. About cutting yeah. my lip, though. That is the Fed smoker. So, I think that's a good note to end on. He's an inspiration to us all. American hero. Yeah. God damn. What a man. What a man. What a what mighty, mighty good, good man. man. You you uh, you got one to come out on. All right. If you concur, I concur. This has been episode two fifty one. We just passed the quarter thousand mark. Remember to go to tpublic.com slash user slash pillowfort radio. And buy our T-shirts. We get a quarter out of every one of those. I think we should get a, a coffee mug would be awesome, too. They have coffee mugs on there. Yeah, I know. We should get a quarter of a thousand yeah. for every shirt. We should. And then as each episode we, we should charge a $1,000 per shirt. We should get more for each shirt. Yeah, we should. We should definitely charge $1,000 per shirt. 
Well, wouldn't it be awesome if we did that and then some rich person found out that that was a symbol of being rich and they just yeah. bought a bunch of them? <laughs> yeah. To get your newest Pillow Fort Radio shirt? I've got mine. There's a, um, there's a <laughs> principle in economics about that. I forget what it's called. I think it's like the Silver Spoon principle or something Exclusivity. like that. Exclusivity. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, the, you know, you know, a BMW is not that much better than a Toyota. Know, than a Toyota. It's actually worse than a Toyota. But you're willing to pay more because of the... Because that's the the price tag is there, right? And it, like a Rolex, Rolexes yeah. can't, don't keep time. It's a fucking watch. They suck. It's just a watch. Yeah, but Ric Flair wore them. So fossil watch is the best way to go. They're amazing. I say just use the uh, clock on your phone. Who gives a shit? I like using the sun. Yeah. Try to guess. Yeah. This guy over here. Anyway, else. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Come see me at the uh, Fayette Songwriter Festival. Um, go fuck yourselves. Tell your friends if you. Most of the people who listen to us don't have any friends. Do all that. Good night and good luck. <laughs>